0: This show is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. You matter, you do, and you're awesome. Don't fight us on this one. Ask your friends. Visit betterhelp.com allies and take care of number one.
1: Hello, and welcome to the Easy Allies Podcast. I'm Daniel Bloodworth, your moderator for now, uh, and I'm joined by Brad Ellis. Hi. Michael Huber.
2: General Hux.
1: (laughs) And in the booth, Isla Hink.
0: General Grievous. (laughs) Grievous!
2: Yeah!
1: Uh, We're here to discuss some of the (laughs) biggest headlines in video games this week. Before we do that, we must answer for the mistakes we made in the last episode. Isla, begin corrections music, please. Boop. Brad. Yes? You asked if Pocket Fighter was in the Capcom Fighting Collection. Pocket Fighter is the same game as, Gem as Super Gem Fighter yeah. Mini Mix. They just changed the name yeah. uh, for later versions, uh-huh. even though it was called Pocket Fighter on the PS1. Okay, there you go. Crazy. The uh, PlayStation VR 2 controllers do feature finger tracking, okay. uh, which was confirmed on the PlayStation blog last March. Uh, finger tracking is achieved through the capacitive uh, touch sensors. The oh. ring mm-hmm. around the, the controller ring. actually is used to track your hand position.
3: Oh, oh okay. Cool.
1: So that's why it doesn't matter if the rings further that's back. That's neat. Yeah. Uh, Dragon Age Inquisition came out in 2014. 14, don't like not that Not 2015.
2: Year. Bad year for
1: games. Uh, some other little uh, reports that have been out there. Uh, it may still be on Frostbite. Uh, and, uh, it's taking so long because it's basically been rebooted twice. Oh! God. <laughs> um, originally, uh, there was a single-player game, then they were gonna turn into a live service, then ath- then Anthem failed, and so they scrapped it and restarted again as a single-player. <laughs> god, dude. Age is
3: <laughs> a live service <laughs> game, Yeah, Oh my god.
1: Uh, I don't know, like, how much that's confirmed, but it's been, you know, reported. Yeah. but... Make
2: the game you yeah. want to make, stop chasing the trends, come on.
1: It's EA. What do you... yeah. they <laughs> 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 doing what they're told. Uh, and yeah, if you have a correction, uh, please leave it in the YouTube comments on either version of the podcast. Start with the word correction, leave a timestamp so I know what you're talking about, and end corrections music. Boop. Uh, before we get into big headlines, quick update... We were talking about Guardians of the Galaxy mm-hmm. last week, you know, underperforming against expectations. Yeah. It's coming to Game Pass, or it Man, might already be on go. Game Pass. Second so that, chance.
3: There you go. There you go. Play it. If you got Game Pass, it's worth a play.
1: <laughs> play it. If you like it, tell your friends. Yeah. And uh, spread the word. Goodbye to us, Montreal. Yeah. So. A break.
2: <laughs> yeah. Seriously. <laughs> Seriously. Oh my gosh.
1: Uh, first big crazy story of this week. Early on Sunday morning. <laughs> Pokemon Direct happens. Nobody expected Sunday anything. Morning, yeah. Most of this direct is is kind of nonsense. It's like, you know, oh, here's a Pokemon Unite update. Here's a poster yeah. Pokemon Masters EX update. Uh, here's some other little things. And then at the end, we get this trailer with like the live action security guard. Yeah. Yeah. goes into like Game Freak's offices which looks like you know Indiana Jones yeah. i was thinking <laughs> uncharted
3: 4 Yeah. I
2: thought kids. it was going to be a show or something a <laughs> some reality show yeah. <laughs> I was like what is this? <laughs> we
1: start we start to see like big open environments very similar to Arceus uh but very different as well yeah. in terms of theme and everything water. and eventually it turns out to be brand new
3: new mainline Pokémon mainline yeah. Pokémon game yeah.
1: Pokémon Scarlet Pokémon Violet Coming late, 2022.
3: That is crazy, out of control. <laughs> Cranking these games out.
1: Yeah, yeah, um, and uh, yeah. As we said, there's fountains, there's plazas. It seems to be taking <laughs> a lot of plazas. <laughs> of, <laughs> like, the box right there. Inspiration but... <laughs> from like Spain. <laughs> yeah. Some people said there's spots in there like very, like specifically Portugal. Uh, other things I've that might be Italy. So just, cool. just kind of broader, like Mediterranean Yeah, that's vibe. cool. And Ryan's been like. Uh was it Forza Horizon 2 that kind of did that 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 region? Uh, and then and then of course we've got the starters, uh which we will put up on, on screen this week. We've got uh sprigatito the cat. grass cat capricious attention seeking Fuecoco, That guy's awesome yeah the fire croc I wanna feed it.
2: Yeah I wanna drop things down its
1: gullet. Laid back does things Donald. at its own pace. Is that
3: Pompadour? And then Quaxly. It's just Donald. Hell and, oh yeah. and Tidy Duckling Pokemon. Yeah, that's awesome. Yo. <laughs> Those are good starters, honestly. The
2: one on the far right, no disrespect, looks like it's been the starter four times already.
3: Sprigatito. <laughs>
2: the yeah. last one? Yeah. the The green one.
3: Yeah,
0: well, looks the,
2: like it's been a starter numerous wasn't there, times. Like there's a fire yeah. cat, grass, and a lot, yeah.
3: like sword and shield, like that. Something. Like that? Um, yeah,
1: the yeah there's the fire cat. Don't
3: correct us. Yeah. Just <laughs> yeah.
1: But I think the leaf cat,
3: maybe not so much a grass cat.
1: Yeah, um, I think those, those are probably,
3: those are good starters. I think. Yeah, yeah. gotta see the evolutions. Oh yeah, <laughs> the, see the oh, yeah. One. they're gonna get nasty. <laughs> the, big. The,
1: the big debate that I'm I'm involved in with chat and with others is uh is Fue-Coco. I think that's an apple. Other people are saying it's like a jalapeno, like a hot red pepper. But I'm like, the face looks like a slice. It does look like an apple slice.
3: But the only thing that goes against is it's a fire Pokemon, right? It's a
1: fire Pokemon, yeah. And the shape of it's got like a little bit of that, like point there.
3: Yeah, the face blood really sells me on the apple. But I'm gonna guess it's like a chili pepper thing just because it's fire.
1: I'm gonna, I'm gonna laugh. Stick to your guns. If there's either if there is a description that like. Alludes to both. It is somehow an apple and a pepper. There's an apple, apple pepper. pepper. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Apparently,
0: there's a thing called the apple pepper. Solved.
1: Hell is it in Spain? Juicy,
0: sweet, medium pepper. Perfect. This Hungarian? says hung-
1: Hungary, so I don't
0: yeah.
1: know. Grace. Wow.
0: It but looks. But it's a thing, apple pepper. It. It's.
2: Maybe just my mood, but the vibe I'm getting is that this thing is going to be smiling as it eats you alive. <laughs> the, the middle one is a menace.
1: We, the one of the, the, uh, gr- the grass write,
2: Pokemon looks like it just wants to cuddle.
1: Right. I didn't write down the uh, the weights, but the Foycoco is, is like twice as heavy as the other two. Whoa, whoa. a big boy.
2: Yeah, wow. the, the the blue bird looks like it just doesn't want to be bothered. <laughs> like I'm never gonna have a Pokemon trainer. Do not train me. Independent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Starting yeah. name. There it is.
1: The little Into the London. thing around his neck. It it looks like a shirt to me, and then it, like it makes it look like he's buff.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I mean totally. the the chili pepper guy's got a, a belt buckle. That's so what looks like to me. <laughs> right. 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 <laughs> Good starters. Yeah, those are good starters. Good that's a win for everybody. Yeah.
1: If, if you have to choose one right now, before you get, find out about evolutions or anything, I'm picking the duck just for now. The
3: duck is really good. Just the idea of having like a duck Pokemon as my main is awesome to me. <laughs> the duck
2: and the apple pepper. That's, yeah, that's those are the one. two
3: for me for sure. Yeah. Isla,
0: um, I like grass Pokemon, but I don't like cats.
1: Right? Is it? it would you be allergic to grass I, cats?
0: I, well, I'm not allergic to grass, but I'm very, very huh. allergic to cats.
3: <laughs> so maybe be so half allergic. I'd be half allergic. <laughs> I don't know.
0: I guess I'd pick the duck because of uh, Donald Duck, and uh, I love Donald uh, Duck. Yeah. And yeah.
2: That duck has
3: attitude.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think I it's might got be a vibe. I think I might be Confidence. a Fue Coco. Yeah.
3: foi Coco? Yeah. That's a great one. Yeah. I'm really curious what their evolutions are gonna look like.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm looking at a cocoa bean. It's also it's similar coloring to Fuy Coco. I think
1: Coco is is a crocodile.
0: Red and orange. That's yellow, pretty though. cool. Crocodile's pretty cocoa. sweet. Yeah. I want the
2: duck evolution to just be like super buff <laughs>
0: jacked duck.
2: Yeah. Like yeah. Machomp. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah.
0: It's literally just Donald Duck smoking a cigarette. And then- it, 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 it's so the buff. It's Make so- good choices, kids.
2: <laughs> it's so buff and it's Jack that it can't even fly anymore.
0: Yeah. Awesome. Too
2: heavy.
3: That would be awesome. <laughs> yeah, those are good. Okay,
1: so what about this timing? This is crazy. <laughs> Shocking. Like, I know. Diamond and Pearl just got an update. Yeah. And... Uh, uh, Arceus, a lot of people haven't started yet.
3: Yeah. And it's like, do you, now it's like, do you want so to? So are they going to have like one of three big Pokemon games within like yeah. a year span almost? Basically. It's it's insane. Yeah. Do we know how many teams Game Freak has? I, how I, is this possible? I don't think they're that big. How is this possible? <laughs> yeah. I, I It's really, like they like, cut up a game in
2: two or something. Yeah. It's like, how do they do this wizardry? Yeah, I'm they, always
3: on the edge of jumping into a Pokemon game, but I'm always reluctant. and like. Game
0: Freak only has 127 employees. How, how is this happening? 176, 17- sorry. 67, wow. I cannot say what I just
3: wonder if it's going to be really similar gameplay-wise to Arceus or whatever, like how you play that game, like moving around the map and dodging yeah. and stuff. I wonder it will be but like I think that's
1: something that we don't know a lot about. Yet, yeah. Is like whether the battle system is it's more traditional, traditional. Yeah. Yeah, more similar to Arceus. Uh, one thing that was pointed out uh, is that there will be yeah various towns blend seamlessly into the wilderness with no borders.
3: Looks great.
1: So I think that's something that with Arceus, like you basically like have a load in and oh, out. does it? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's interesting that they're like pretty much calling themselves out. <laughs> yeah. Like hey. Uh, that thing that we couldn't do in this game that just came out, uh, we're fixing it for the next
3: Yeah, I mean, that's nice. I yeah. wonder how this world will be to explore, actually. Mm-hmm. Like, if it'll be interesting. I didn't play Arceus, so I don't know. But it seems mm-hmm. people are pretty high on it, so...
1: Yeah, there's been a lot of positive buzz Hopefully on
3: that. Hopefully it just uh, builds off that foundation. Makes it even better. Totally. I
2: think of some of my favorite series, you know, I think of Resident Evil and just the amount of quality you get each year, you know, you're getting games annually but it the quality drop isn't there. Uh then I think of like Assassin's Creed, you know, something it's like you know, you get a new one and and part of me is always like, "Yes, more of the thing I love." But then sometimes in the back of my mind I'm like, "Shit, maybe you should take one or two years off and make each one like the best thing you've ever played so it's really both sides of that are good i think it's either you get more of the thing you love or you wait longer and you get
3: maybe a better product but it seems like quantity is what they're going for more so it is Pokemon so.
2: everyone loved Arceus so much and it's like hey if you got something working that people are responding to and loving. I just
3: do wonder if that's because expectations are lower with Pokemon. Good call yeah. And like (laughs) just a small change can have a huge impact on it you know cause like that's all it took for me to be like semi interested in Arceus like oh it's open world actually now. Totally. But I just it just depends how good the world is. Mm
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I just wonder, like, even for a fan, if it just seems like so so much, you know, because it's like, you know, yeah, Diamond and Pearl, like that was a remake, but like that was a full size Pokemon game, yeah. And Arceus is like, okay, it's a quote unquote spin off, whatever, but it's it's still massive. Yeah,
2: it really feels like the third main game in a year, like Brad was saying, like one calendar year, three huge Pokemon games. It's very surprising.
3: Yeah, it is surprising, but uh,
2: yeah, hopefully it's good. Maybe they're going for a new record, like the number one and two, <laughs> the, the, top, the top two selling, selling games of the year. Oh, my gosh. You know, you get, you get them on the, the beginning of the year, you get them at oh the end yeah, of the year. this one has two versions, so people are going to buy both. <laughs> yeah. Right. Two yeah. for one. Wait, so, wait, there was Arceus and...
1: Well, this this is uh, Scarlet and, and Violet. Violet. And, yeah.
2: I, and the other one was Arceus. There's just, there's Arceus. There's just Arceus. So you could yeah. have the top three. You could have Arceus, Scarlet, and Violet. Violet. Yeah. In the same year? And yeah. Then, and then GTA five Remastered. So you got Pokemon GTA, right. <laughs> Ruling Heroes. Yeah. I
3: don't know. Yeah. And
1: then whatever the Call of Duty <laughs> is. yeah. How,
3: wait, how are you feeling, Blood? Yeah. I don't really know your stance on Pokemon.
1: I, I have always wanted to get into it more than I can get into it. Like, even the ones I've grabbed, like, I tend to, like, get started and then get obsessed with finding everything and then get knocked out of it because I have to work on something, yeah. you know? Um, so, like, I'd be curious, like if I didn't have those obligations, like where I would end up being.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but yeah, I mean the Arceus looks cool. This looks interesting, you know. And you know, it's one thing. Like I really enjoyed the Pokemon Snap last oh, year. Oh right, and yeah, A lot yeah, of time yeah. into that. There's <laughs> so
3: many games cranking. Yeah,
1: they're just cranking out. Yeah, cranking. But geez. now, so now, Nintendo has this, and they have Xenoblade Chronicles three, both confirmed. Are they going to throw Zelda in there at the end of the year? You got Kirby as well?
3: too, Blood. Well, he's right, the year. About, yeah, like oh. 3. Cuz we assume Zelda would be end of the world year. games like I don't know. Zelda could easily get knocked out to the next year. Wouldn't surprise mm-hmm. me. Right. It's just tradition. It's <laughs> the way it goes. Like I wouldn't be surprised if they're holding onto this game for 2 years for the next um, hardware thing whatever they're going to do.
2: One one shocking thing about this announcement is you know, we always talk about you know, when do you announce a remaster? When do you, you know, do you release a remaster before a new one? Maybe you're going to take sales away. This situation, I was intrigued by Arceus because it, it's different this time around and the buzz is so popular. It feels like now with this announcement, though, I'm always talking about missing the boat and FOMO. This now feels like, okay, Arceus is done. Right. Why would I jump into Arceus when this one is coming? I think just so for
3: very, like... People on the fence like us—that's a reason. But for Pokemon mm-hmm. fans, I don't think like that matters yeah, at all. Just, it yeah. doesn't matter. Like It'll they already—they already got. Yeah, it their doesn't Pokemon matter sales. sales. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Pokemon will always succeed. That's just like <laughs> the reality <laughs> we live in. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's just create It's just there's so much. You know, yeah. like and you—we were just talking about your Huber syndrome last night. Yeah. It's like there's so much coming out so right now. So much I'm it's forgetting like, how- things. Yeah, it's like, how can you, like, as it feels like even as a Pokemon fan, like, you've got to, like, pick your battles if you haven't played Arceus yet, yeah.
2: yeah. What, what, are you, uh, what are you feeling, Isla? I know you dabble with Pokemon.
0: I dabble.
1: <laughs> Did you play Arceus?
0: No, but I've seen my girlfriend, Sophia, has played, like, I mean, she's, I think, beaten it now, but nice. she's been playing a lot of it, so pre-Elden Ring, I was yeah. watching her play quite a lot of Pokemon, now we have I'm on my TV and we set up another TV like sideways, so 90 no. degrees from each other and playing <laughs> separate Elden. games. And yeah, well, she's Pokemon still no, and I'm, I'm just paying attention to Elden Ring. But um, yeah, I'm not going to play it, but it looked cool. Nice. Arceus. Yeah.
1: Um, and I think there's been some back and forth debate about whether this game looks better or not. Like <laughs> it's, the-
3: it's It's really hard to tell right now. Yeah. It doesn't look great from what I've seen graphically. I mean, Pokémon always has a nice, charming art style, but yeah, it looks in line with Arceus from what I've seen.
1: Yeah, I've seen some people, you know, say to like, "Oh, this looks a lot better than Arceus," mm. and then other, like other like specific shots, like, "Oh, the textures like really blurry." Yeah, it, it's gonna be hard so. to tell until
3: you get out into the world actually and see more of it.
1: Yeah, see how it all runs. I
3: assume it's gonna be in line with Arceus, though, especially how fast they're pumping these games out. Yeah, and if they're trying to do more seamless loading, that could have an effect on it.
1: Yeah, for sure. Like, how you deal with, like, all the villagers yeah. and then Pokemon. popping in. You know, because they showed Pokemon, like, even, like, on the wires and stuff inside of town. Yeah.
3: So And, like, from what I saw, Arceus had pretty bad pop-ins, so I am curious. Yeah. Um, interesting, because Arceus only had one
2: version. I wonder if because they had this in the back pocket that they were working on.
3: Yeah,
1: I, I think that just has more to do with... This is like the traditional again, yeah, this is, Pokemon thing. This is the new gen, right? Yeah. So, uh, Arceus was
3: a spin-off that's thing. That's right.
2: It's like the prequel to Yeah, Pokemon's yeah, like yeah, yeah. in
3: the past
1: or Yeah, the prequel. Right. Yeah, you, you get sent yeah, back in time. The Diamond, right?
3: <laughs> <laughs> Just Pokemon. Yeah. Crazy.
1: Yeah. Uh and then um the colors uh Scarlet and out- violet. Yeah. Your outfit colors change to Oh, based right, on which depending one you on what you get. Yeah, yeah. Out- yeah.
3: Do they list the different Pokemon yet that you get from the versions? No. I'm always so out of the loop with that. I don't know how many are exclusive, like six. I think red and blue is like six or something or eight. I don't know. I'm just I just wonder nowadays.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So we'll have a, to learn a lot because they're gonna be introducing all kinds of new Pokemon, know, you know. Yeah. Just the first three. There's so many, yeah. It's cr- yeah. But like what's a new gen like usually like yeah. eighty to a hundred new Pokemon? It's yeah. craziness.
3: I'm curious. Like, I want to check this out though. It's currently that's where I'm standing at. It's like, I'm, I'm in so far. Depending what the year looks like at the end, who knows what's coming. But good trailer. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, an- another thing uh, announced this week, uh, which is a little crazy. I've been doing some digging. Uh, Warren Spector.
3: Oh, good old Warren. He's working
1: yeah. on a new immersive sim. Um, so. This is with Other Side uh, Entertainment, uh, and uh, which is a company he's been in- involved with the past few years. So if you're not familiar with Warren Spector, he was behind the original System Sock, the original System BASL. Shock. System Shock, yeah, sorry. System
0: Sock. System <laughs> Sock. <like> very <laughs> uh, different game. Yeah.
1: Before that, he worked on several Ultima games, well, other other games in the 90s, and after that, he did Epic Mickey 1 and 2, which were very yep. interesting ideas, yeah. but didn't really and, Turn out gameplay.
2: and let's not forget they wanted to sweep this one under the rug. Underworld Ascendant. He right. was only a consultant on that game. Was that the one we played? Like yes.
3: The, yeah, that was not true.
2: Truly one of the worst games of oh, the yeah. last... It's like a two on Metacritic Blood. This thing <laughs> is <laughs> brutal. He was just a consultant on that, but uh, you know, and then Epic Mickey 2 I thought was a downgrade from one. Yeah, I didn't really play two. Yeah, so... You know, his his past, his recent resume has not. Did
1: he been work
3: on the Thief games? Great.
1: Um, I don't think that. He I don't did. really know. A lot no, I think there's another company that was associated with him, but I don't think he, he needs a
3: win. It's been a long time, right? Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, so here's a little quote from uh, Warren himself. Uh, it feels great to be working with a talented team on a new title and a new IP. Uh, he's chief creative officer. Uh, By the way, uh, fans of my work already know what to expect, an immersive world and engaging narrative that players will directly impact through their Mm. choices and play styles. We are still in early development and are looking forward to sharing more information soon. And the studio is hiring, etc., etc. Okay. Uh, Now you're talking about, you know, like the warning signs and like needs a win. So here's here's the rabbit hole I went down. Okay,
2: System Shock 3 rabbit hole. System Shock 3. Don't even get me started on this. Well, I'm going to get you in on all of this. I'm going to get everybody in on this. This is craziness. I
1: know. So, um... T- around 2015, Other Side got the rights to work on System Sh- Shock Three from Night Dive Studios, who owns the IP right now. They're working on
2: Night Dive hype,
1: the remake, the yeah. remaster.
2: Their oh. their remasters are the, like the best in the, They're the, they're the yeah, new Bluepoint. Really Night Dive oh, is the what new. Are they, oh, what else do they do? Rock.
3: Oh, Bluepoint
2: is still Bluepoint. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> but Bluepoint is like I feel like Bluepoint's going to be doing their own thing, whereas like Night Dive has been remastering these super old games, like uh, the Bluepoint of old.
1: But even that though has been you know. It's It's been a long time coming. Yeah. It's supposed to come out this year vaguely, but we don't know exactly when. Um, so anyway, so they, Night Dive gave the rights to Other Side. They got working on it, uh, and uh, there were previews. IGN previewed it back in 2019. Wow. Uh, Starbreeze was supposed to publish that game, but then Starbreeze ran into all these like financial and legal battles, Ooh. Um, and so then they gave the publishing rights back to Other Side to f- go go get a publisher, Right. And uh, then in early 2020, reports came in uh, that were kind of denied that the entire team had been laid off. Oh. Uh, and they were having hard times meeting expectations for like, you know, people would expect a triple A, you know, yeah. people kind of thing. Um, and they had started had been experimenting with like new, weird directions. So it's like, okay, even if it's small, like maybe if it's different enough, right. that kind of thing. Then in May of 2020... They made this, like, quick announcement that they had handed the franchise over to Tencent. Oh. Saying, as a smaller indie studio, it had been challenging for us to carry the project on our own. Didn't say much else until the next month, June, when they vaguely noted that they are still involved. Um, that was the
2: last thing I heard. And then that's it. Oh, yeah, that's it? That's it. They yeah.
1: haven't said anything. Yeah. Their, like, Twitter account has barely said anything. But System Shock Three imagery is still on the Twitter account. System Shock <laughs> stuff is still on their website. Yeah. Um, and but there's been no updates really until this. That oh, we're working on a new IP with Warren Spector. Whoa. Yeah. So Ooh, that
3: game's probably dead. Yeah, I'm not holding
2: my breath for any of this. You know, this is this is one of those uh, classic Huber situations where I choose to forget. Brad, mm. you know, <laughs> yeah. putting this stuff out of my mind because there's so many things currently like what is the point of even like
3: scrounging for details about this you know so i mean it'd be sick
2: pretty pessimistic yeah of course it'd be sick
3: to get a rad sim game again especially from warren Spector. Mm -hmm. you know a legend in that field but you know it's hard for me to get a lot of confidence right now yeah
2: and system shock's so great obviously you know like system shock 2 one of the one of the all-time greats great villain great atmosphere can be uh can be tough for like People to maybe go back if they've never played it, kind of like the original Deus Ex. Right. You know It's definitely yeah. showing its age, but you know, if you get into it, yeah, uh, just an incredible game. But it's old now. So crazy. crazy to get a third
3: one. It's crazy, yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, that's that's the thing. Is like, does this mean that System Shock three at this point is dead? Does it mean that it
3: sounds dead? Right. That
1: they're just not really working on it, other than to like you know we'll give you some ideas here and there to whatever team might be doing it.
2: So, wait, you said Nighttime is working on the first one still?
1: They're working on the remaster. The they're not involved in 3 at all.
2: Cuz I it, I guess so muddled here. They they remastered number 2, but they're remaking number 1 or something?
1: I think it's I think it's a remake. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think they cuz they might have already remastered, yeah. but I think they're doing a remake now.
2: So, cuz I was thinking if this one, if that actually comes out Bloodworth, mm. maybe that depending on how that does, will be the the fire that kind of gets 3 going.
1: Right. But it's but it seems weird, though, because, like, Night Dive's not real... I mean, they own the IP, but otherwise they're not really invested yeah. in this whole System Shock 3 debacle. Yeah. Doesn't sound like they've had any involvement. Don't know what the heck Tencent is supposed to be doing with it. Yeah.
2: Mm. What? Tencent's probably just like, yo, big legendary game name. Let's get a little piece of that, see what happens.
3: Well, they got tons of money, so yeah. maybe...
2: You know, we're in a, we're in a, the year of the IP race,
3: (laughs) the decade of the IP race, the 2020s. Give it to Riot. Here you go, Riot. You're doing this now.
1: Yeah. So this is a remake that they're working on now. Okay. It's a remake. With updated mechanics, graphics, enemy AI, et cetera, et cetera.
0: So I thought, dang, I forgot that, I thought, I forgot that Night Dive Redid Blood.
1: Blood, Shadow Man,
2: Turok. And Seventh
0: Guest and Eleventh Hour and maybe, Tex Murphy did. And like
2: Doom maybe is what, they're yeah, the best. Of, and
0: Quake, Doom 64 oh, wow. and Quake.
2: doing they been doing they are, They're yeah. the, the peak, if you get your Turok. old game remastered, you want it to PC be nighttime. PC games at least yeah. from
0: them, yeah.
3: yeah. Sure,
0: okay. Spirits yeah. of Xanadu, so <laughs> whatever that is. <laughs> so this
3: is their most ambitious thing, or was, like whatever it is. Like a big System yeah. Shock remake, that's yeah. high budge, that's yeah. huge, yeah.
1: Um, but, and
3: one, one I'm like
2: so unfamiliar with, you know, like two came out, I was so young. I played two to death, but uh, one is kind of a blind spot for me.
1: Yeah. Well, you also played a lot of Deus Ex. And so that's, that's the question I have. Like now, you know, like immersive Sims has become more of a genre. Mm-hmm. What is there still the thing you think to learn from Deus Ex? What do you think that Spectre could bring with a new game, you know, in five or six years, whenever this thing finishes, if it finishes?
2: Refinement. Just the promise of, like, just getting deeper and deeper and deeper with choices and consequences and more nuanced and more sprawling, you know? I was thinking of Horizon Forbidden West and how many, like, side quests there are, but also that it's not reinventing anything. It's just kind of refining, but it would be so nice if, like, every single one of those had a consequence or a payoff like mm-hmm. because you did this for this person this person is going to remember like making that web right s- just unimaginable with how everything connects that to me is you know well i the, remember the that, avatar 2 of video
1: games like let's go let's get there i remember that was one of ben's <laughs> uh criticisms of dying light 2 yeah 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 that you know like you have these factions and they make a big deal about all how much your choices matter and then he could just like Walk into this enemy faction's base and then start doing quests for them, even though he'd been killing their guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <that's>
2: weird. yeah <laughs> totally. So, just make all that stuff just matter more, yeah, yeah, even to the 10th to the degree. Uh, new immersive sim coming this year or this month, Weird West. Oh, oh yeah, right, yeah, a little isometric immersive yeah. sim. So, the genre's still kicking,
1: mm-hmm. yeah. I guess that's a question, too, because you know, they've they, you know, backed out of System Shock 3 because they were said they were too small, mm-hmm. you know, w- do you think it would maybe not even be like a first-person kind of game? Do you think they'd go oh, in a different direction? that's
2: interesting. Gotta go first-person. Yeah. yeah?
3: Yeah, it's I think they would, they would have, have to. Atmosphere.
1: Do you think it'll still be like future cyber kind of stuff? Yeah? Got to. Don't yeah. mess with the
3: vibes. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. I wonder just like the visual presentation of it, mm-hmm. if it'll just be like more... Uh, chill not super high tech or anything like not visually impre- as impressive maybe some people yeah. would wouldn't want yeah just a little smaller scale with the budget totally which i mean Dead still space fun. Is,
2: Dead space is popping into my mind but that looks so high budget yeah oh, like, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Right that's, that's yeah. going to be a more high budget uh, like, of course
3: yeah. yeah so i don't know sounds messy <laughs> this yeah whole thing. it's been a messy yeah.
1: road you know but it's it's hard too because it's like how much is this you know, on them as developers. Yeah, and how is it because knows? that publisher, mm-hmm. you know, relationship just yeah. fell apart? And it's just like, don't... well, we need somebody else to, yeah, definitely. you know, back this, yeah. and they didn't get somebody else. And so now they're basically starting yeah. over, and like, we're going to have a new IP. We're going to, like, take all of those shackles of expectations off yeah. of it. You know, the only expectations we've got now are, you know, Warren Spector fans. Right. Um, but that's still a lot.
2: <laughs> I'm going to, like, hide a Christmas present and forget about it. You know, forget about it, so maybe one day you find it, Mm -hmm. and Warren Spector's like, Yo, Stitcher Talk 3, let's go! Mm -hmm. He's like, (laughs) what?
3: Yeah. I think that's the best mindset to have. Yeah, don't hold your breath for this. It's just gonna, yeah. High chance it won't happen, Mm -hmm. but if it does, cool. Yeah.
1: Out of the shadows, Amazon Luna Oh right, has come out of early access this week. So it's a full product now. Okay. Uh, that anyone eligible to be reviewed because before you could only um you'd had you had to get like an invite to Mm. to access luna uh it's only in north america right now so still kind of limited reach Mm -hmm. Um, but it's out there they've added new channels and stuff um, and they've put in some new features as well so now you can uh apparently you can stream straight to twitch from luna
2: Sure. Yeah, it so makes So I, I guess you
1: probably just like create an overlay or something like that. Put yeah. your camera feed in there, and then yeah, clean. It just handles all of it. Links to your Twitch channel. Nice. Um, I haven't seen anyone do it yet, so I'm not sure right, what that looks yeah. like. But it, yeah, so that's good. Um, and then uh, apparently you can use your phone as a controller uh, for <laughs> games that are simple enough to do that. Cool. And then um, and then they have uh, their their dedicated controller, which has been out for a bit. They've mm-hmm. got it on sale right now for for fifty dollars instead of seventy dollars. Um, and it's available to uh, do uh, cloud gaming on Windows PC, Mac, Fire TV, Fire Tablets, Chromebook, iPhone, iPad, and Android phones. Interesting. Uh, now the big difference here, uh, I think, with Luna is is their channel structure, and I'm gonna like walk you through okay. how this craziness works. Here we go. So <laughs>
3: yeah, walk us through this. Yeah. So, <laughs> so
1: so with Stadia, right? Like they're trying to sell you like whole games, right? Mm-hmm. It's like buy your game again on Stadia, or buy it on Stadia instead of buying it on PC or or console or whatever. Uh, What Luna is doing is this sort of, you you give them a a subscription fee to a channel. And so right now they have six channels, really five channels and a bonus, but we'll get into that. So the main channel, the Luna Plus channel, $5.99 a month. Uh, It's got the most things in it. It's got Sonic Mania, it's got RE7, it's got control, it's got Dirt Rally 2, Yakuza Great Zero. Great ones. No More Heroes 2. The Castlevania Collection. Um and then after that, like it starts to become more and more like indie, you mm-hmm. know, focused. You know, there's some other things in there, Metro, which kind of ends up on everything. Um then uh <laughs> there's the family channel. Okay. Which is $299 a month. It's about half price, right? It's got SpongeBob, it's got Skatebird, it's got Snake Pass, Overcooked, Race the Sun. But here's the weird thing. Overcooked is on the family channel. Overcooked 2 is on the main channel. And so, like, the way they're splitting games Ooh, yeah, up is strange. Like, you should have a main channel. It's just like, just give me, like, everything you can. Yeah. Right? Um, then there's the retro channel, which is four ninety nine. $4.99. That's got a bunch of really great. Like Ben was excited about, like the SNK games they've got on there. they oh? they got Metal Slug three. They've got Garou, They've got Samurai Showdown five. Oh, what? Street Fighter two, uh, the Capcom Arcade Collection, uh, Joe and Mac, Blood Range, Shadow Man is in there. Dragon's Lair is in there. Is
3: this three dollars also?
1: This is a five dollar a month. For the Retro Channel, okay. But here's the funny thing. Okay. They bloated out the Retro Channel because all of the individual games under the Capcom Arcade Collection are. They made them into like my gosh individual boxes, oh, even though you could just you just get, get them get the all the in one
2: box. <laughs> right. Oh my
1: gosh. Um. And then there's the Ubisoft Plus Channel. Oh boy. Now this has been there since early access. It's not new. So this is this is big money. It's a seventeen ninety nine. Whoa! What? But it's all of the Ubisoft stuff, like Valhalla. Far Cry Six mm. is in there. Riders Republic. I don't know about every game they've ever had, but there's a lot of games. A lot of games. Okay. There's thirty eight games in okay. there. Watch Dogs Two is in there. Uh, so,
3: sorry. Uh, question: D- Is this like? Ubisoft has their own subscription thing, don't they?
1: I think it might be tied to this. Okay. Um, yeah, so, and then there's, and then the last two, there's a Jackbox channel. (laughs) Five bucks a month just to play Jackbox Jackbox? games. Okay.
3: (laughs) Okay. Okay. Um,
1: and then there is a free Prime channel. Okay. Uh, which is kind of like a demo of the service, I would say, because I looked at it, right? It has a rotating list of games. The games that are on the Prime channel are in various other channels, and there's only, like, four right now that you get access to with Prime. And so there's Devil May Cry 5, Fogs, remember that game, that co-op game? Fogs with, like, the...
0: The two-headed dog, dog two-headed Oh, dog yes,
3: I do.
1: Uh, Flashback, which is under the retro channel, okay. and Observer. Okay. Um, and then in next week, for one week only, Immortals Phoenix Rising will be on the Prime channel
3: oh for a week okay
1: and then in april they're gonna have king of fighters 98 amnesia rebirth mortal shell and a game called tracks that i'm not familiar with at all so all of that said what do you what do you think about this do you think it's
3: there's like you pay for the channels separately it's yes you subscribe to a
1: channel to to play
3: i mean i'm gonna i'm gonna stay the hell away from this yeah
2: this is not for me i'm staying away from this I want no part of this. <laughs> uh, it just freaks me out. You know, we're Nickland and Diamond here. They're trying to get you on as many of these $5 here, $5 there a month subscriptions. That's the name of the game these days. That's what everybody wants. That's mm-hmm. the dream for every corporation. I mm-hmm. right? Get you subbed. You're not going to remember.
3: And we got gotcha. you. Does this work exactly like Stadia, how you play the games?
1: Pretty much. Okay, you can't, yeah.
3: like, download it, though, right? Right, right, right. Okay.
1: Yeah, it's it's just a cloud service.
3: Yeah. Not really into that. Or, Kinda like, xCloud. Games, like,
2: coming and going, too, gives me anxiety, mm-hmm. you know? Just, sure. like, I, I f- would feel a, a weird n- need to play a game that maybe is going away versus one that is not going away that I want to play more. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know.
3: There's yeah. definitely some value out of this <laughs> if you don't mind playing online, I guess. You know, you could play all those. You could pay. Well, I'm sorry. How much was the, the Ubisoft channel? Months. Ubisoft is 18 a month.
0: I did the math. Yeah. Uh, assuming every game of the 38 was $60, which obviously they're not all $60. But uh, it would take you about 126 months to uh, to. Ha- meet what you would have spent on all the games. So that's 10 and a half years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's not a Hades. terrible deal?
3: Yeah. I wonder. If you're going to play
2: all those for sure. And a lot of those, like Watch Dogs 2, you could probably find for like five bucks now to yeah, buy. That's true. You know, a lot like Ubisoft Phoenix does Rising put their stuff on sale
1: real quick. For that's true.
2: So cheap. And it just things like this, like even Game Pass, it's for people that like to dabble. And play a lot of different games a little bit, which is not my style. You know, I like to commit to a game all the way through. So just this, like, Game Pass and stuff, it's just not. Like, I like to get my my one game and sit on that one game for as long as I want to. I don't want anyone telling me how long I have to be able to play it. Like, I just. Yeah.
3: I guess you could just look at it as, like, I'm renting these games for a month, I guess. There's some cool, like, retro games on there. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, Everything better. on here is, like, old, though. Even, the,
2: yeah, the Capcom bundle, that's on, like, PS3. Like, you can right. play so many of those. Yeah, all the, yeah.
1: none of this stuff is yeah. exclusive. Yeah, they're yeah. not trying just to do old. exclusives, yeah. so it doesn't seem like.
3: Yeah. I mean, it's an alternative, but I just... I feel like you will inevitably suffer the same fate as Stadia, it seems like. I mean... You think? I mean, it's yeah, no, they're not asking the question, you to buy it, it yeah. right off the bat, but I just don't know if we're there yet, necessarily, with streaming still only. Mm-hmm. And it's, like... It's not one of the big three doing this, mm-hmm. so I don't know. Like, honestly, I don't even really know how many people know about Luna. Yeah. Right. If they're okay with it just being Well, that's being why a I said really Out of the shadows, burn. Because it's, it's... I feel
2: like I've been hearing this name for, like, 10 <laughs> years, too, right? And they don't Luna? have
3: studios like Google had or anything. <gasps> well, they have Amazon, you know, you yeah, know Lost Ark and Yeah, I mean, that, they yeah. got New World, and yeah. they published uh, Lost Ark, so I guess that's good for them. But, yeah, I don't know. Like, if you're okay with playing older games you're just curious... Yeah. Like, sure, it's fine. Absolutely. It's not going to appeal to me at all, but maybe to someone. Yeah. Um, like, are you going to try it?
1: Well, that, I mean, I actually, I, I got the invite, but it was, like, really early in the pandemic when, like, internet was really bad and flaky. Right. And so I was, like, I was, I was trying to use it. It was just, like, just unplayable at the time, just with my internet connection. Yeah. But that's why I think the, the Prime thing is cool because you can try it out. Yeah, that's know? true. Like, you can get in there and try it out a Prime. lot easier mm-hmm. you know, with, like, actually interesting games. Yeah, that's true. Um but like you're saying like for that in particular, like those games aren't lasting very long, you know? Mm-hmm. Like a, a week with Immortals Phoenix Rising is like a demo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. You are yeah. either it's like a big game. checking that game out to buy it later or I, I don't know, like I don't know what you're doing. Yeah. That. Yeah. That's that's not enough time for that game. No thanks for me. Um I think overall, I th- I th- I think the big thing to me is everything under those family and retro things needs to go into the main yeah. as well like I understand like having them separate in a way to where like yeah, if you want to spend less and you just want a specific set of games, yeah, then spend less mm-hmm. but like the the Luna plus six dollar tier should be like, basically your ultimate bundle like yeah, you don't have to worry be. about oh there's something that's not in here
3: yeah like asking people to subscribe to something and pay more for another thing or on, on, yeah. on an already unusual kind of way you play games could be a lot for some people yeah like if i hopped into some if like let's say i subscribe to a movie thing then they're like oh you got to subscribe a, more for these movies i'm like uh no right. i'm good i'm fine Right and Should well, I mean, like, I, under- I
1: sort of get like the Ubisoft and Jackbox mm-hmm. things. It's like n- n- now, like Luna is basically just like offering their service. Yeah, right. You're yeah. not really, yeah. You're not really I playing just, it on Luna necessarily, except Luna is the engine just, running yeah. the I Ubisoft just, plan.
3: I think they just have strong competition. They're already going against, like, they're going against Game Pass already, right. and mm-hmm. they're going to go against whatever Sony's Spartacus thing is. Nintendo's got their own subscription. It's like, man, how many are you going to commit to? So and, like, these, some of these games are great, you're telling me about it, but it would be hard for me to recommend these games over just saying, hey, just get Game Pass. You can play new games also and great old ones. Yeah. Pretty overwhelmed with uh,
2: subscriptions because I watch a lot of TV as well, so it's, <laughs> it's getting a little out of hand. Like, yeah. uh, would you rather be able to have a, uh, you know, a, a, a streaming service like this, but you were able to pick and choose? Like, what if you had a certain amount of rentals? Oh sure. You know, let me like pick a couple games that I want. What get, if I like, just want two or three a-, yeah. a month? Like instead of giving me 50 old ass games that I'm never going to play or play for a minute, like mm-hmm. let me pick 3. Hmm. Let me just pick the three games I want to play. I'm yeah.
3: Like, it's like, I'm not going to pay for this. I'm not going to pay $18 to play Assassin's Creed Rogue or something. I know, yeah. Is
0: Rogue
1: <laughs> on there? Like, I, bet it I bet it is. Like, it feels like... I mean, I know that Syndicate is in there. It's all that. Yeah. I, don't, I don't remember if it's yeah. all Rogue or not. Yeah.
3: I'd just say buy them for 10 bucks or whatever. <laughs> you can play them the hell you want.
1: Um, But... Yeah, when comparison to Stadia though, do you think it'll suffer the same fate or do you think it'll actually last longer because they're doing it I differently? I think it's,
3: uh, it's just the idea of on Stadia of, like buying the game mm-hmm. separately while having to stream it was like very annoying to me. I guess like stream, yeah. people are used to streaming things now on subscription services, it's pretty common. So it's more in line with that, I guess. I could see it maybe lasting longer, but it just depends their expectations with this. Right. It doesn't seem like they're going as hard in as Google did, you
0: know.
1: Yeah, I don't feel like we yeah. if we didn't have this podcast, I don't know if any of us would even know what the
3: heck Luna is. No. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, no idea. It it does it's
0: such a weird like, I don't know if Catch 22 is right, but it's like these are only appealing if they have like an insanely huge library of games. But they won't get an insanely huge library of games until the service has proven successful, which means they can't get the publishers to put a bunch of games in it until everyone uses it. but yeah. no one's gonna use it until it has a lot of games. So like they're dead on the vine, I feel like
3: like, yeah, you're not gonna get like huge like first party games on this mm-hmm. either. It's always right. gonna be like third parties like maybe if you had like Mario on here, some <laughs> people would be more interested in or something like that, but it's just it's always gonna be like, Ubisoft's always there yeah. doing something like that. So it's just going to be those kind of games.
2: That's the thing is I always feel like these are you're either getting like y- you're get- you're not getting the brand new game, you know, maybe like Game Pass you do. Of course that's what Game Pass is the best. Incredible value. Right. Uh, but it's like <laughs> Incredible I, feel, value. I feel like you're not getting the brand new games and you're not getting like the old hard to find retro games. We're just stuck with this like middle of the road Assassin's Creed Rogue, that didn't mean to rhyme there, but it's like, I don't want a four-year-old video game, you know, yeah, Give me. that's why Nintendo Online has, like, I get so frustrated, yeah. mm. because they have the potential uh-huh. to just release online, like, these old classics, one-of-a-kind classics, you know, hard to find, uh, you know, and, and now we're just getting... Luna with, like, these weird... And, like, Stadia 2 felt like... Yeah, hey, there's, nothing, your,
3: there's nothing good enough there for me to dive into Yeah, this. there's nothing. no big draw. I think,
1: I think the Ubisoft stuff is coming day and date, but, yeah. again, it's, you know, like, that's twice as much as Game Pass, yeah, pretty yeah. much. So. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then, yeah, some of the other stuff, you know, adds, like, it, it's, like, a, it's a question of, like, how long it's been there, right? Because mm-hmm. it's been in early access, so it'll be interesting to see... When they add games, yeah. what the release schedule? There's no would Square be like. on this. Um, no Square. Enix?
3: I don't think I saw any Square. I wonder Enix, if they no. were like <laughs> they learned from Stadia right. and they're like, nah, we're well, good. Square, what, did, what did Square have on they Stadia? had 15 on there. Oh, pretty sure they had that. Interesting. Right off the bat,
1: but they got Sega and Konami and Capcom. Konami and <laughs> like uh, the Codemasters game.
3: games. Yeah.
1: Interesting. Interesting. Interesting.
3: It's all just old Capcom stuff, though, isn't it? Like you said. Um, There's nothing. Oh, Delmond Cry Resident 5. Resident Evil 7 was in there. 7, Cry so like 5. So games is in there. from like yeah. five years ago. Yeah, that weird Five, gun. three, four years ago. Okay. I mean, Delmond Cry 5 is good, but it's not I even mean, special edition, right? I think it's just Delman Oh, Cry 5. I
1: don't know for sure which which version it could be.
3: It's probably just DMC 5. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, yeah. best of luck. Luna.
2: <laughs> Luna. We'll uh, revisit that at the end of the year, bud. We'll see how it's doing, huh? <laughs> we'll I, I don't know if we'll know how numbers.
1: it's doing because then that goes back to what <laughs> I was saying in terms of like comparing to Stadia because I yeah. feel like Stadia is on this like downward spiral towards like yeah. the developers are trying to keep it alive and Google is ready to just like pull pull out its first the opportunity they can um, and but whereas with Luna like it doesn't feel like Amazon is expecting the world right it doesn't feel like they're trying to change everything it's like we're just going to put this out there and, you know, see how it goes from here and, yeah. and just kind of let it grow naturally or just be another, like, prime benefit on the side kind of oh, thing. Oh, yeah, you know? yeah.
3: Yeah. So,
1: okay. So, yeah, we'll see. And now, a word from our sponsors.
0: Today's episode is sponsored by Honey, the easy way to save when shopping on your iPhone or computer. Do you like online shopping? Do you know how good it feels when you have a promo code to put in the little promo code box? It feels great. Thanks to Honey, manually searching for codes, coupon codes is a thing of the past. Honey is the free shopping tool that scours the internet for promo codes and applies the best one it finds to your cart. So imagine you're shopping on one of your favorite sites. When you check out, the Honey button appears, and all you have to do is click Apply Coupons. You wait for a couple of seconds as Honey searches for coupons it can find for that site. If Honey finds a working coupon, you'll watch the proce- prices drop. I use Honey, and it's phenomenal. Uh, I know it saved me probably like $150 on bras, <laughs> personally. Uh, <laughs> but uh, it's it works on a lot of sites, and even sites that it doesn't work on, there's like a like a um, Honey Gold cache, whatever it's, I don't, forget what it's called, but it like, it's cool. So you're like gaining points even when it, sometimes it like whiffs, cause it's, which is rare, but I love Honey and it's free. So like, there's kind of no reason not to do it. And it doesn't like slow things down or bulk stuff up or whatever. It doesn't make your browser heavy. Uh, it's really, really, really easy. Honey doesn't just work on desktop, it works on iPhone too. Uh, just activate it on Safari on your phone and save on the go. Put it on Android, I wanna, I wanna save on my phone. Anytime I buy something on my phone and I don't have honey, because I have an Android, I'm always like, ugh, darn it, I'm missing out. Um, if you don't already have honey, you could be straight up missing out. And by getting it, you'll be doing yourself a solid and supporting this show. I'd never recommend something I don't use, which is true, I use Honey. Get Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash allies. That's joinhoney.com slash allies, A-L-L-I-E-S. You probably know how to spell that. <laughs> You're on our channel. Um, honey is spelled the traditional way. Joinhoney.com slash allies to get Honey for free. If saving more and spending less is one of your top goals for 2022, Why are you still paying insane amounts of money every month for wireless? Switching to Mint Mobile is the easiest way to save this year. As the first company to sell premium wireless service online only, Mint Mobile lets you maximize your savings with plans starting at just $15 a month. Man, I am like grandmothered into an old plan on my mobile phone thing. I wonder how much I'm overpaying. It's probably crazy. Uh, for people looking for extra savings this year, Mint Mobile offers premium wireless for just 15 bucks a month. By going online only and eliminating traditional costs of retail, Mint Mobile passes significant savings on to you. All plans come with unlimited talk and text plus high-speed data delivered on the nation's, nation's largest 5G network. Use your own phone with any mobile, Mint Mobile plan and keep your same phone number along with all your existing contacts. With Mint Mobile, choose the amount of monthly data that's right for you and stop paying for data that you never use. Switch to Mint Mobile and get premium wireless service starting at just 15 bucks a month. I'm paying like $150 for my phone. I should look into this actually. I wonder how much data I use, I've got no idea. I should look at like a data tracking thing. It's probably more than I realize. Especially cause I'm downloading all of our social videos and then uploading all of our social videos like every day. So yeah, it's probably a lot, I'd, whatever. Uh, to get your new wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month and get the plan shipped to your door for free, go to mintmobile.com allies. That's mintmobile.com allies. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com allies.
1: And if you are a patron of Easy Allies, thank you. All right, I got a random one. Oh, okay. Out of nowhere, Epic Games bought Bandcamp.
0: Woo! Yeah. <laughs> Super random.
1: I love Bandcamp. Yeah. I also
0: love Bandcamp.
1: Like, like any time, like, this is my first place when it comes to, like, going for a video game soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Is like, are they on Bandcamp? Is that composer on mm. Bandcamp? Because... A you can sample, you can a lot of times they can they can choose like how much of the soundtrack to like let you listen to for free right. streaming and you can listen there. And then when you buy at checkout, like it's kind of like a choose your own rate. It's like there's a minimum, there's like, oh, five dollars. But if you're like, dude, five dollars, this is worth more than five oh. dollars. Like thirty tracks here. Or Eight dollars, ten dollars, whatever, you know, you fill in the number you want to fill in. Oh, okay. And mm-hmm. then you can download um uh, you get access to it then to like stream from your app or whatever but mm-hmm. then you can also download like all these different formats like the crazy high end audio uh audio file formats and all that kind of oh, thing oh sweet so there's a lot of different things yeah. there but it's just like epic
3: epic games what do you, what are you doing bought harmonics now they're buying this bands. is huge no
2: this is huge and yeah. and w- one word fortnite music in fortnite has been such a thing Yo. in these last That's couple true. of years think of that it's been out of control with the live concerts and the created, creative mode and having concerts in there. Like, the amount of music in that game now, real world and Fortnite world, is just scratching the surface. I think they're just getting started with what they're gonna do with music. Like, we have not even seen the beginning of this. Dude, Hubert, that's
0: such a good idea. Like, I didn't even think about that at all. Like, But the, those are
1: usually like the mega star type. Yeah. Like They've had some smaller ones. that they're going on. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I yeah. mean, I can imagine because they have those little venues in the game. Like, I can yeah. imagine mm. they yeah, have like a little band small. playing like, and like modeling k- people after like popular but smaller band camp artists. That mm-hmm. would be super cool. Yeah. They're going to
3: try to do metaverse stuff. You're Going to
0: the lobby.
2: Yeah.
3: It's,
0: you know, like, Music is a yeah.
2: huge part of Fortnite's life. So I I feel like this this makes a lot of sense.
1: It it could be cool in a way if, there, if there's like essentially a merch boost. Yeah. yeah the concert mm. that you could go up to and it's like yeah, you can buy this album or you can, you know, you know, buy a poster or a t-shirt or something. We like that. I mean, yeah. if Fortnite to do something like
3: that Bloodworth, mm-hmm. that's smart.
0: Buying people's albums with V-Bucks, dude? Like yeah, right? that's a whole new al- avenue. Yeah.
3: yeah. Wow. Buy this album, get some Exclusive skin. skin. Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> all sorts of shit that you could do. Jeez. Sure.
0: Bandcamp is super chill too. I've got i I've got all my music on there too. Um, and like they do uh, like royalty free I don't know what they call it something, but like royalty free Fridays where they like oh, sure. they'll drop their cut for a day and mm-hmm. like the artists just get a hundred percent. And their split's already really good. I think maybe that's why philosophically them and Epic Liked each other, but yeah, it's cool.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of options, too, for people to do, um, like, giveaways and crazy sales and stuff, too, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, Because yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen, I want to say Austin Wintering or somebody, well, like, they'll just, here's the whole everything. You, here's a price just to buy everything at once yeah. kind of thing.
0: Bandcamp is sick, dude. I love Bandcamp.
1: Uh, so from their statement, they said that uh, operations are supposedly staying the same. Uh, Epic is just going to help them expand features and uh, go more to international markets. Yeah, sure. Uh, which, yeah, that they could got be cash, really cool. the yeah. yeah. Uh, to get the legal worked out so that they can have, you know, more, you know, J-pop, K-pop, mm-hmm. you know, whatever uh-huh. else out there. Um, and they have passed on other companies' offers before <laughs> because, you know, again, they just didn't feel like they, they lined right. up with, you know, what they wanted to do. Uh, on Epic's side of things, they're saying they're looking for them to help with the creator marketplace. Uh, And the quote was, Bandcamp will play an important role in Epic's vision to build a creator marketplace ecosystem for content, technology, games, art, music, and more.
0: Oh, I didn't even think about Unreal's, too. Like, they're going to make deals with this to get music into other games, Mm -hmm. too, and, like, put stuff on the marketplace. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if Bandcamp shows up on the Epic Games marketplace, like, Eventually. Yeah. This is actually... This makes more sense. The more I think about it, the more this makes sense. Deals are being
2: made. Because one of the most annoying things is licensed music as a streamer. Like, we're in the streaming age of video games. Like, it's such a big market. But music gets people in trouble on YouTube or Twitch or whatever. And, like, Fortnite has the option to, like, mute licensed music. But there's a lot in the game. But there's a lot. And it's like, yo, if there's some big event, like, your audience wants... To hear that music, so if there was somehow if this is leading towards like somehow getting a lot of that music licensed, so we could stream it and do that safely without getting re- repercussions, that'd be awesome. Do you think that Bandcamp would help that,
1: or is that separate? I I, I don't know, but they could you know again they, you know they've got. You know the legal team to like really you know fight and do different things in new directions. The so one thing that's interesting to me about this is you know they're talking about all kinds of other things other than just music that band can't handles right now. So I do wonder if they're if they're looking at their model and being like, okay, how can we apply this to other stuff? You know, like if players make skins, if players make you know um, you know like maps and things like that, to where okay. Now, like you can pay Isla or Mm Don for their map. Yeah, you know, name name your name your name your price for that kind of thing. Yeah, Yeah.
0: it's cool. Yeah, shit. I made my camera look better. (laughs) (laughs) a little yellow, but whatever.
1: Um, I do wonder. um, There's been some speculation out there that this might be part of their fight with Apple. Apple? Yeah,
3: I was thinking that
1: because right now. (laughs) Uh, I don't. You can't actually <gasps> buy stuff on Bandcamp from your phone. Like you have to like go on and oh, browse. Oh really? Or, that was okay. the first thing I yeah. thought
0: of too. Is like better listening and buying and stuff At on your phone yeah. Cool yeah. From
1: yeah, because from the app you basically you just access either stuff that's freely streaming or you access your library, hmm. but you can't like do the you can't go do the purchases in the app. Uh, I've seen sort of mixed reactions from composers sure. and, and other people on Bandcamp for this. Like some people are like very, you know. Yeah,
3: it's there's an uncertainty that comes with it, you know, especially if you like how things are right now. Yeah. it's always that fear that things can change.
1: Yeah, I think there's that that indie mentality that like, yeah, oh, Bankcamp like, just sold out. That sort, is, yeah. yeah,
0: that was the thing that made me worry. Like, right when I heard this, and I read the 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 owner, director, whatever of Bankcamp's letter about it, and he was like, everything's going to stay the same. We're going to keep operationally blah 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 blah. And it's like, yeah, everybody says that. Like, yeah. is this yeah. <laughs> is yeah. how it, this is real or yeah. yeah? We'll find out, I guess. I hope because that is one of the things I like about Bankcamp the most is like that it's an indie label basically for that you can run yourself like yeah hopefully it stays the
3: same yeah you're
2: right hopefully you're right dang
1: the uh the one thing i did see pointed out though is that they did have uh venture capital involved and so and what people were basically you know just random people on twitter i was reading were that they were saying that yeah if you have a venture capitalist involved like their goal at some point is to not be invested in you anymore. So like at some point you either have to go public or you have to sell to mm, somebody yeah. so that they can get their cut yeah. and then go spend That's that true. money somewhere else and <laughs> try again, <laughs> you know? So, yeah. So I, I think it's a question of like, okay, is is Epic like the best option for what they're doing? Yeah. Um, yeah, the other, one of the other things that people are concerned about is how much Tencent has invested in Epic. Right. But so far I feel like Tencent hasn't really like, Pushed Epic to do anything right. like Epic Don't still know. seems like they're running the show. Yeah, um, and they have been doing. You know, they've been using that Fortnite money to do a lot of interesting things, and you know, c- again, kind you know, kind of support like more independent developers. You know, these partnerships that they've made with like uh, the eco developers and right, with, yeah, um, Remedy and all of this. And they got it's, all those. So it, it's interesting. Square
3: Enix ones too. Where they're like, Money Hatton Square to keep it on theirs only, like at the Epic Game Store. I don't know.
1: So yeah, so that's that. That's the thing is like in terms of somebody picking them up and like, yeah, is is, is Epic going to be the one that's actually, yeah? What they're saying? They like they're talking about aligning values and aligning what they want to do, and yeah. maybe maybe Epic will actually let them keep doing what they've been doing and, and yeah, totally. take those lessons into their own. Yeah, systems any other thoughts Isla I know yeah since, I mean yeah since, I said, you use it on both sides I
0: said mostly what I was thinking but yeah I just hope I hope it's just I hope that no one who like hasn't heard of this notices a change at all right mm-hmm. like that would be great for a band camp from the band camp s- side like oh the site just works better. Oh, they they they're, they have a phone app that I can listen to music better, like, play stuff better, you know? Because, like, you can go to it on a browser on your phone, but it's clunky as hell. Hmm. And it's like, yeah. So I, I hope th- that it just feels like they're getting better. And then I think the integrations with Epic could be really good. Like, I, I think that Bandcamp, if they keep artists and, like, artists making money front of mind, then this will be good because Epic has all the money in the world. Right. And like if they can find a way to monetize this and get more creators in front of more people, that's great. So, yeah.
1: And I well too like I don't know, I don't want to like overstate <laughs> the importance of Bandcamp, but I do feel like in terms of artists it's it's probably the best place to be, right? Cuz yeah. Spotify just rips everybody off.
0: Yeah, like streaming you have to get like you know, billions of listens to get money basically like you know yeah. whatever i don't know the numbers but it's a lot and this is like yeah you can charge five bucks i think seven is what they say is like the best middle ground for an album on yeah i've bandcamp. seen a lot of sevens yeah five dollars yeah, yeah, seven dollars people people pay pay it. it. well but <laughs> bandcamp themselves are like we've we know we have the back end math do seven it's probably your best bet of like getting the most and then like if people want to pay more they can pay more so it's like yeah. I have the easy update music on there now. I'm working on an album that'll go on there once that's done. Hopefully that makes Sick. money, you know, actual money. But like Billion views. Yeah, uh, yeah. Please <laughs> go, go. go to my uh, bandcamp and give me yeah. a billion <laughs> listens. That would be incredible. <laughs> but yeah, like it's it's you make more money on Bandcamp than you know, at somebody at my level. Like if you do a lipa like whatever, you're making money touring and all that too. But yeah. Right.
1: Yeah, well, that's the other thing too. Like, it, I'm guessing it's probably pretty hard to get on something like Apple Music, right? That, um, it's like, I'm not even sure. if you make money from a direct download, that that's you probably just can't be just anybody.
0: Yeah, I'm not sure about Apple Music specifically, but like someone like like you or I could use DistroKid or any. There are a few competitors like that where it's like, you know, twenty bucks a year. I think DistroKid is, and it'll put you on Spotify. It'll put you on a, a bunch of like YouTube Music and stuff um i don't know if itunes apple music whatever is part of that i assume it is but yeah because basically you have to have a label to go onto those and DistroKid is like your label and got it like effectively for 20 bucks a year so yeah
1: interesting all right we got a quickie but we the, the panelists we got we got to talk about it resident evil 2 3 and 7 Getting their uh, new generation upgrades.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> free. For free. For free. Unlike a lot of studios out there. Yeah. It's kind of 50-50, I feel like. Some do free, some do paid.
3: Free. Free. Mm-hmm. The Sony to do 10 bucks. So hype.
2: They're, Holy they're shit. They're
1: including uh, ray tracing, yes. high frame rates, 3D audio, and then uh, dual sense haptic support.
3: Excellent. Excellent. Hell yeah. I mean, the
2: dream is that maybe they'll add some new content, but not expected. Don't expect Not needed, not required, not expected. It's fine if you don't, but there's always a little bit of hope for that. Do you uh, think that Resident Evil 3 could get something? That's been the one. I mean, I I was actually talking to Brad about this. Mm -hmm. I think now is the time to release Reverse with this (laughs) update because you just kind of throw it in. Remember, it was promised. To people who bought remake three, it was a prompt. You buy the game, you get reverse. Wait, was that no? That was
1: village, wasn't it?
2: No, no. I'm sorry. Three was resistance. Yeah, village. Oh, yeah, you're right. That's (laughs) right. I feel like they should release reverse right around this time because you, you know, it takes less eyeballs off reverse. There's not as much expectations or hype, and you kind of just hide it in. This announcement, you know, <laughs> hey, hey, look over here! Oh, your yeah, reverse, okay. <laughs> yeah,
3: uh, yeah, I'm really excited to see what RE7 looks like on this. Yeah, from what I remember, seven's probably the the most rough graphically. It still looks good, but it was yeah. The yeah earliest. I, f-
1: I feel like because they were trying to get the performance for right. VR, yeah, yeah, that some of the like looking at stuff up close, the textures really suffered. Mm-hmm. And there are other things that like there are just times when I look, look at that game and was like, what what's happening? here? Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, I remember the HDR being like not the best, also in like uh, remake two. I remember kind of just, oh, like, interesting. Yeah, I would put it on like maybe my TV or something, but it, like you would do it and your screen gets like really like kind of bright, where it just doesn't look super correct. It doesn't happen to me with every game, but uh, I remember remake two kind of the HDR being a little little wonky. Um, but this is this is the feel good announcement of the year for me so yeah, far. That's I really can't nice. believe this yeah, news. Yeah, three two. That's great. Yeah. Uh, still holding out hope for a classics collection one day. God. <laughs> one of these days, they're going to let us play those games easier than setting up a PS1 or a PS3, PS Classic collection.
3: Like, no offense to like yeah. Darkstalkers and stuff, but we're going to yeah. Darkstalkers collection before Resident yeah, Evil. Like, yeah. they do a million Resident Evil <laughs> games. Yeah. Could really
2: go for that. But, uh, I mean, this, yeah, this is the best. Keep, because these games look so good right, already. Yeah. yeah. So, keeping them. Looking that good, like giving them a little facelift, you know, because it's not super old,
1: right? Uh, I'm curious, but just keeping them. Yeah, with like Resident Evil 2, especially like what the ray tracing is gonna yes, look like, the you know. They the they did the put out a shot of
2: sp- three with it in the ne- when she's in nest, and yeah. you can see shit reflecting on the walls. It looked awesome.
1: Yeah, I saw there were, like, three... They did, like, a screenshot for each game, but I... I yeah. Seriously, like, without a side-by-side... Yeah, like, it's, yeah, it's gonna be hard to This tell. looks like Resident Evil 7, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs>
3: yeah I wonder, like, how high the frame... If they'll do, like, 128... Or 120 frames mm. mode Jeez. and stuff like that. Yeah. Because, like, DMC5 does yeah. that special edition. Right? Yeah. And Uncharted did that 5... Or 4, sorry. Yeah the PS5 version.
2: And, and honestly, the 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 reason I think that like new content, not something dramatic like the clock tower, but like new content a little bit cuz they've kind of done that. Remember they retroactively added Jill's no. note yes. into 2? It's just oh, a right, note. Right, right. It, it's small, but like didn't they update one of the demos, too? Like, yeah, I feel like the, Dummy Finger Demo. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, even the, the, small the... Small stuff.
3: Maybe the RPD demo got updated. Don't I mean there could don't be, correct me on that, but maybe. I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if they put, like, Leon's jacket. Yeah! Was, uh, yeah! For, for four like a four-time chair. Uh, on his chair. And Honestly, Brad. Something like that. Oh, I could Some see, cheeky that, nod. like, a lot more, like, costumes
1: and weapons and yeah. things yeah, thrown great, in there. Yeah. yeah,
2: Something small like that would be awesome. Again... Not expecting it. Not going to be disappointed if that stuff doesn't make it in because the graphical enhancements are a ten it's just nice, yeah. For free of charge. I mean, thank you, Capcom. Honestly, we don't deserve you. It's the best. <laughs> it's the That's the best. You know, you got uh, Rockstar over here charging you ten times for the GTA. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. you know, this,
3: this is the third time now. I mean, yeah, you got Sony yeah. charging ten bucks for the PS5 version of their games yeah. compared to the 4 version. Yeah. Right, so... Yeah, this is nice. Too cool. Too cool. Capcom, company uh, for the people. <laughs> <laughs> if you got the money. <laughs> got the
1: money. Uh, also, this week, uh, Nvidia was hacked. Uh, oh, nice. They're still uh, <laughs> great. They're investigating. Again? Do they have my info? They're <laughs> investigating the repercussions. Uh, the group claims to have gotten inner workings of DLSS. Oh my gosh. Uh, and, and the little secret sauce there. Whoa. Uh, and then uh, people have been going through some of the leaked documents and saying basically, like, there's evidence in there that points to what potentially could have been the Switch Pro. <laughs> that right. may have been canceled. Maybe what's in the future for the Switch? <laughs> uh,
3: <laughs>
2: the Switch Pro, dude. Still, still eluding <laughs> us. This is crazy. Wow.
3: Yeah.
0: Wait.
2: What? What? You
0: gotta give me more than that. I don't. What's I don't Dabiani. know all the details. And it's Dabiani. like rumors Dabiani. and leaks Dabiani and Okay. Tommy and I were talking about. It. Hard on it. Okay. It's basically Huber. It's that there's the some chip that's the like chips. the brain of the Switch or something. Got it. It's that code. Like numerical, whatever, like part number with a two behind it. (laughs) So people are like, Switch two. Holy shit. Something something like that.
3: But it's from
1: like years ago. It's from like 2019 or something. So.
2: Gonna turn out it was just some like typo by somebody Yeah, (laughs) That could be. Or could,
1: again, it could, you know, again, like, you know, as they say, like with Nintendo, like they never stop iterating on hardware, you know? So, yeah. yeah, Nvidia gives them a chip. They play with it. That doesn't mean it's the new system necessarily you know it's just yeah. that's the, the next round of chips let's give it a try so who knows
3: wild wild
1: um sure more will develop in that story yeah dude um, switch
3: pro is like the we hd <laughs> yeah. of it's generation. like brother of the
2: wild
1: too. their their fates are linked i
2: they're, know they're both a I myth know.
1: <laughs> uh huber yuzo koshiro will be a guest composer for mina the hollower yes. that's sick
3: yes Cool game with a cool composer. Shovel
1: Knight yeah. did a lot of that too. Yeah. they had a lot of different like. Yeah, I'm not sure. Composer Calls did this song. It. Composer did but that yeah, song. I think yeah, so.
0: Yeah,
2: still got it. You know, he's doing like Etrian Odyssey for a while
3: there. Uh, just still cranking them out. He, did he
0: do Sukoden also?
1: Uh, I don't remember if he did Suikoden, but he did Streets of Rage. Streets of Rage. He did he Act Razor fame, yeah. um, a lot, Shenmue a little bit. I, I I'm looking a it. Up. <laughs> a yeah, tiny bit. B- big deal. Yeah. Um,
2: and uh, did a, just a couple tracks on uh, Streets of Rage 4 as a guest composer, and they're all bangers. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know if I would consider that a guest composer, but yeah, yeah. like he was. There's
3: like 30 tracks on there. He only did yeah. like three or four. Right. Yeah. Right. But yeah, it's always nice to see his name attached to He wasn't the, the lead for sure. Yeah. yeah. Yeah,
2: I guess there is a fine line there guest versus like not the lead composer, mm-hmm. I guess. Sure, mm-hmm. Blender. Yeah.
0: It seems like he did not do Suicode in. Got it.
1: Uh, there is a free. Visual novel for Ghostwire Tokyo. Yeah. Unexpected. Prelude. Get Six you months that. prior, they <laughs> are following
2: Kike and yeah. his crew learning about... They, they promised that it would set up the events of the game. I, I mm. saw the PS blog post on this. This came out of nowhere. The Shadow Drop, a gig to download... Haven't played it yet, but uh, just a six-month prologue earlier to uh, Yosuara Send it up. I'm so down for this. I love stuff like this when games do this. Cool tie-in. Haven't played it. Can't uh, tell you if it's good or not.
1: The old Dead Rising prologue. Case West and
2: Case Zero Bloodworth. Yes. Yes.
1: (laughs) Are right, they doing secrets. Yes. Gabe Newell. Went out and hand delivered signed yeah, yeah. Steam Deck orders to people locally in Seattle.
3: I saw him in one of the things. He was talking to some guy about Final Fantasy 14. Yeah. And he's like, Oh, what job do you play? <laughs> and the guy's like, Dragoon. He's like, Nice, I'm leveling up my white mage right now. I'm just hearing Gabe Newell say that. that's super funny to me.
1: My, my favorite part is when he, like, hands him in, like, I signed it, I hope that's okay. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so awesome.
1: And then they kept in the, because they put out a trailer for this, they kept in cuts of, like, people that had no idea. Yeah. And they're like, okay, why do you have a camera crew? <laughs> yeah. Publishers clearing house or <laughs> something. <laughs> Because I think they would probably like you know, uh, in one case it was like somebody who's like yeah, maid or spouse or something. Yeah, you know, sure, like,
3: yeah, that'd be
2: kind of a double-edged sword because it's like, yo, Gabe Newell signing my, my Steam deck. This is freaking awesome, but like. Now I don't want to open that Steam Deck. Yeah. Now, now I don't want to Screw like, it up. Yeah. Now I don't have. Now I need to like somehow get another. Steam Deck. Sell it on eBay. Whoa. Yeah. It looks
0: like he signed the soft case, Got so it's like a zippable it. thing. It, picture it. Sell God
3: that it. case almost. nice. Nice.
1: <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> uh, also with that uh, Steam released uh, Aperture Desk
3: Job. Well, oh right.
1: Free short. Yeah. Uh, supposedly show off Steam Deck features, but it's also you can just play it on PC. Yeah. What was as well.
3: the uh, the index thing they did? At their oh yeah, I don't remember do the name of it, but yeah, yeah they there's did another like they in did, the portal like, universe thing. I forgot it was called the thing as well. Yeah, cool. But, but yeah, so that's keeping that universe alive yep. every way except the new game. <laughs> Alex
0: Capture <laughs> Hand Lab. Oh, it's that's not
3: it.
1: Portal, nice. I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah.
3: When are we gonna When are we gonna cross those universes for real?
2: Like, if the portal gun is not in, I've been saying this for ten years. Oh, in yeah, if it's yeah. not in Half Life Three. It's gotta be. If we don't get that portal, the portal gun, gravity gun, co op. Possibilities. Yeah. yeah, that's that's, that's how probably you do why it. the game's
3: not out yet. Yeah. Gordon <laughs> and Shell meet, dude. <laughs> then it becomes co-op, and you're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: remember how we uh, had those N64 games? All those problems with weird emulation issues. Fog wasn't they there. They did patch it. They yeah, yeah. It.
3: thank God.
1: So thank you. It may not be 100 percent yet, but it's better. It's better. That's. Great,
3: the Water fog. Temple looks better. The scene in the Water Temple looks much better.
1: Nice. Uh, the there's, there's a crash that was happening consistently in Paper Mario. That's been fixed Ooh, as well. okay, so, okay. Yeah. So they're working Great, out. good. Uh, the fog also applies to Mario Kart, Choco Mountain. Right, of course. So, yeah, so just cool just stuff big, there. That's good stuff, yeah. Uh, and then GTA Trilogy got a big patch. Yeah. I don't know how much work is left to be done after that, but they've been putting in work.
2: Yeah, the, I cannot speak for this newest one, but when this game came out, I finished three in Vice City over like a month and a half, two months it took me. They patched it with the rain and all that. So like those early patches did help. So this one has taken the longest. It's been the longest gap between yeah. big patches.
1: So the last one is December, right?
2: Yeah. So I definitely am curious to to see where the yeah, definitive is like differs. the frame rate was not good. I yeah. remember, And stuff yeah. like that. You're yeah.
3: Some, you're like playing the PS5 version. The frame rate's not. You're like, what? You would and, and then <laughs> you
2: would put on performance mode, and it would it would like it'd be like these weird. You would go into a car, and it would mm. like all of a sudden fast forward. But then oh, I'm, like, no. walking normally, even then this. I was like, what? Uh, so, uh, yeah, I definitely want to give that a spin. But yeah, I you got to treat those win. games better.
1: Yeah. So. Uh, and, yeah, the last one we won't really get into, but uh, Smash Brothers won't be at Evo this year. Oh,
3: that's Nintendo. You yeah, Nintendo's put
1: out all those DLCs, so they're done. Yeah,
3: they're like, <laughs> nah. <laughs> nope. Like, okay.
1: We don't really have any further explanation. We just know it's not there.
3: Yep. Just Nintendo doesn't want it. so that. So I should
2: know this. I'm sorry, but... If a game doesn't want to be at Evo, they just say we don't want our game at Evo. It's that simple. I, I think guess so. they have yeah. to get rights or something. I yeah, don't probably. know. I don't so know the, the Evo th- has to like probably go to them and be like, hey, we want to feature your game. Something like and that. They if have to seems, agree. I don't know why okay. they have to. But yeah.
1: do
3: you wonder if it has anything to do with Sony owning Evo? Doubt it? Yeah.
1: But yeah, who knows? Hmm.
2: That's a bummer. Honestly, like. Your game is out. Everyone's bought it. Everyone's played it. We're we're still playing Dude, it. Like let us still it. Smash is yeah, so huge. Just let the kids these play. Things. Let yeah. the kids play. There there is no reason not to. It, I, that's I don't like that. I don't like it at all, Blood. Yeah. I'm not even invested in Evo. I don't even watch Evo. But uh, let the kids play. Let the kids play. It doesn't. Yeah. Have you would think time. it like yeah.
1: yeah if, if there's a big yeah. you know fighting tournament, if there's enough interest to have it there, yeah. then have it there. Yeah. 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 Let's play a game! Ooh! <laughs>
3: well, a the Jet Set Radio character. Yeah, man.
1: from Feed Crouch. Uh, hi, allies, I propose a game to you. Would you rather? An evil scientist goes back in time and erases some of the best games of all time. Ooh. You can choose to have some, but you're messing with the timeline. Shh. Uh, but you're messing with the timeline will have unintended consequences. You must choose among the pairs for which altered game to save.
0: It's a little similar to uh, "Kill Your Babies," yeah. there, Fred. Very kill your much
2: babies, is. but w- a way cooler premise. Time, the- time. Height? This is the
0: premise of oh. time travel. <laughs> Yeah, we are erasing oh, the franchise yeah, I, from history and kill your baby. But
2: like, I don't want to kill a baby. I want to go so. back in time and like alter the timeline. How
0: do you think you kill a baby, Huber?
2: <laughs>
0: also, out of True. context, this sounds <laughs> weird. Yeah,
2: this is weird. <laughs> context is key.
1: All right, so first one
0: <laughs> John Connor, bro.
1: <laughs> Ocarina of Time without Z targeting. Oh. Or Mario 64 with only the first 10
3: levels. Oh. All right, all right. This is more specific. Without I, I resumed
0: my complaint. I
3: feel like I could play Zell Locker Time without Z targeting easier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cut yeah. kind out of those Mario sixty four levels. I know. That damn, is not. Right. They said the first ten. Only Mario sixty four levels. Only the first ten levels. Survive. That's quite a. bit, That's a though. lot, but damn, blood. I don't, I don't know. know. I think I would
1: Cut go. with Nothing. I think I would go with Mario sixty four. Yo, I save. could
3: beat Ocarina Time without lock on. It could be done. It would feel bad
1: though. Of course it would yeah, feel real good. bad. That's the that's the oh, thing. Shit. It's like at least Mario it's like it's got all of its functionality. Yeah,
3: but it feel bad still. Yeah, you don't want to cut nothing from that game. That game's yeah. a masterpiece. I'll, I'll cut so. uh, I'll cut Z targeting.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I'll cut it. Same.
1: Wow. I'm
2: not I'm not cutting anything in Mario.
1: But now can you not, not cutting a single Can you tree. now not lock on in in any game? Is someone else going to come up with lock-on or not? <laughs> That's the question. Someone
3: else. Someone would else it, would come Yeah. Up with
2: <laughs> someone yeah. else.
3: Miyamoto is not the only person that. Yeah. that.
2: Someone would have figured it
3: out.
1: Okay. Well, you take Metal Gear Solid with Insta Failure and stealth sections. Oh. Okay. Or FF7 without Sephiroth.
3: Oh, what?
2: Whoa. <laughs> well, this, <laughs> is no. this is Sephiroth.
0: This is me. Wow. See those
2: instant fails.
0: I mean, there's a setting that you could set it to to do that. So,
2: <sighs> Instant Fail is like R- the RP way to play, too. Snake's not getting noticed. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Are kidding I, me? I think Sevroth's so crucial to Final Fantasy 7 Yeah. He's such an important part of that game. Yeah. Critical element. I would take the Metal Gear thing. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 I, I think so, too. I don't I would, know. Like, it, it'd probably be too big of a pain in the butt to play. <laughs> it'd be a pain but, in the butt to yeah. play
3: for sure. But FF7 without Sevroth is weird to me. All right, we will, we'll try We're to not get the into the...
2: guards on alert is so fun, too. The... <laughs> yeah, it's cool. Yeah, that's, that's the, the thing.
3: True. It's like yeah. you, you, the panic mode. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh, man, that would be a very different game, yeah. yeah. Huh. What a vibe, that game. Good Lord.
2: Yeah. Shout out. Yeah, dude.
1: Uh, we'll avoid the spoilers, but just so you know, there's spoilers in this if we went too detailed, but uh, Kingdom Hearts without Donald and Goofy.
3: Okay.
1: Or Knights of the Old Republic without the famous Twist.
3: Oh... Without the twist, yeah, it's a good, tw- it's a really good twist.
2: I'm never gonna
3: mess. I'm not messing with Donald. I'm not messing I'm that bond. That's just me.
2: That's one of my favorite bonds in gaming. It's one of my favorite bonds in life. Sora, Donald, and Goofy. Sora and anyone. You can't touch it. I refuse. I-, I already forgot what the other one was. But <laughs> the I'm other one was it. the the, the, t- the twist. Kotor twist.
1: The yeah. Kotor twist. Yep. Sorry, Kotor. I-, I-, I think Kotor will be okay. Yeah. I think it would. Be- yeah.
3: Yeah. Because yeah. like. That's a uh, just a moment in KOTOR. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: All right. Resident Evil 4 that's only playable on Wii with motion controls. <laughs> okay. People like that.
2: That's a good the version. The Wii version was cool. Was yeah, version. Or if Devil May
1: Cry became a strategy RPG. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. <laughs> the
0: Devil have... May Cry one.
1: I would take the, the RE4 motion controls because I do think yeah. that that's, that's still a good. Still a, a great way to game. play The yeah. Wii version
0: was fun. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's
3: great. Great way to play. Dude, headshots in that version are so They're good. good yeah.
1: This one's weird. <laughs> Bioshock with no Andrew Ryan nor lore for Rapture. Okay. Or Mass Effect with no choices but a story that follows the neutral options.
0: So wait, Rapture has I never no lore three. at all.
1: Yeah, you're just in an underwater city, and it does not explain.
2: That's like Dark, Dark Souls or something. It's but like, Dark Souls is there, deep with lore. lore. You take that back? No, I mean like, I mean, I mean, you would have to fill it
3: in yourself. It sounds like no, there's just no lore. There's nothing. There's at no, all. Just no nothing. story. I don't even know nothing how that would. A, a, yeah, with no Andrew Ryan either. I don't know. Like it would just be like a shooter. In what was bad, the other it? one?
2: Like, but it, Mass they, Effect without choices. Even if there's no uh, lore, though, you're still gonna like make your own shit up in your head. You're in an underwater base. Like, that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I would take the sure. Bioshock
0: one. Personally. I haven't
3: played Mass Effect three, so I don't know. I might go with
0: Mass Effect. Is Mass Effect all Mass Effects?
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you? And well, I guess it may be the can't first choose. one. Choose. You can't choose. It's linear.
0: That's harsh. that takes away romancing. Yeah, I'm mm. I'm
3: getting rid of. I'm confused again. See, I, you, I, I, Ryan. I think you
1: could make a good Mass Effect story though. Still,
0: yeah, you I want could. my Mass Effect. Choices. People do have a
1: canon timeline that they basically try to stick to, anyway. The story <laughs> that's of Rapture is
0: pretty much the entire story of Bioshock. Yeah, uh, the the
3: narrative super important to Bioshock. But I'm
2: not messing with Mass Effect. I don't far. know.
1: I don't know how you would do it with Bioshock, but yeah, uh, Red Dead Redemption without Mexico, or GTA five without Trevor and Michael.
2: No Mexico. was my least favorite part of that game.
3: Yeah, my So team. we can cut
2: it. Yeah. And I and no think, Trevor
3: or Michael. I won't even think twice about it. Man, they're super important. Mm-hmm. God of War 2018 without
1: the Leviathan Axe? <laughs> or Spider-Man 2018 without the realistic web physics?
3: <laughs>
0: oh, boy. Realistic <laughs> web physics? Huber. <laughs>
3: Huber.
2: This is not okay. Okay, <laughs> listen here. This is not okay. <laughs>
3: I'm gonna give up... The, the realistic web physics oh, for so the Leviathan axe. Okay. I love the Leviathan axe. It's yeah. so damn fun. And was like, it overtook the Blades of Chaos for me.
0: Same, same.
2: I like him more than
0: the Blades of Chaos. One of the best, like, f- game feel weapons, yeah. maybe ever. Maybe yeah. you
3: could still make the swing kind of fun also, if swim- it's not realistic, I guess. Yeah.
2: It's so tough because they're two of the best feelings in video games yeah. for me. You yeah, they're really Zipping good. And Zipping and Leviathan and. Zipping and cutting. Yeah. But. Uh, Chopping. I think I think the 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 tiebreaker here is that God of War to me is a perfect game, so I'm not messing with that. So I'll get rid
3: of the uh, I'll
2: get rid of the zipping a little bit there. I might, <laughs> Sorry, I I might get ready. rid of the
1: Leviathan X just because, <laughs> oh. as you're saying, there's other ways to fight in that game that feels just as good.
2: They do feel good. So, punching
3: yeah. punching things feels really good. It Does with the Leviathan X. So, so uh, you could s- put s- charge R You could even put
1: another weapon in there, another like classic God of War weapon in there. You know.
3: Yeah. The spear. Yeah. And the shield.
2: Yeah. Can we see those this? Ragnarok is, this weapons?
1: is I don't know how we're gonna. This is ridiculous. Elden Ring as a linear game or Breath of the Wild as a linear? <laughs> <game>. <laughs> <laughs>
3: that's a tough. That's really tough.
1: Jeez. I've, I haven't gotten into Elden Ring yet, so I, uh, it's gonna, I mean have to I guess.
0: If Elden Ring was just like all the places in a row, yeah. it would still be sick as hell. Yeah. Uh, you'd lose out on lots, obviously, yeah. like a crazy amount, but. Yeah. Uh, so, I
3: just don't know how Breath of the Wild would work in a linear
1: manner. I don't even know what that game would be. I'm not going to yeah, say I one. I don't know what it'd be.
2: I'm not going to say exploring one is better than the other. I'm not done with Elden Ring. But there's something about like being in the wilds, in Breath of the Wild. The whole point of it is to be out in the open. Right. You know, Elden Ring, I feel like your objective is to like take some enemies out. I know that's obviously the point of, of Breath of the Wild, but it still feels like just being in the wild, the wilderness. Shield surfing. You know, yeah. So maybe I'd, I'd, I, I'd have Elden Ring be uh, yeah. linear. I guess I'm I'd be sorry. more confident in yeah. them making
3: Elden Ring linear compared to Zelda. Like yeah. Breath of the Wild linear? Like, what? What does that mean? Yeah. Like, what? The shrines? Like, what? Right. Like, I would like, understand uh, what you would do.
0: There aren't dungeons. I don't understand. <laughs>
2: That's a tough one.
1: Nice. And that was the, last, the nice. last one. So it is time for Love and Respect.
0: Love, Love and respect.
1: respect. All right, serious one real quick from Zach Wojnar. Uh, hey, allies. I want to write you with great sadness in my <sighs> heart. My brother, fellow patron, Jason the Woj Wojnar, lives in Kiev, Ukraine which is currently under attack by Russian aggressors who launched an unprovoked invasion of the peaceful country. As of this writing, on Tuesday, March 1st, Jason spends most of his time in an underground shelter with several other residents of the city. We were supposed to start playing Elden Ring together this week because he's a Souls expert and I'm a total novice, but now we don't know when that is going to happen. I know this is a video game channel and I come here to escape the daily stresses of life, but these are extraordinary times. It mean a lot to me, the woes. And to the Wosh if you could shout out Ukraine in a message of support and uh, signal with my plea to the easy easy community to donate uh, and then I I didn't put the specific places uh, that Zach wanted to donate to uh, but I I yeah because I just feel awkward about that without like knowing exactly uh, but definitely if you uh, yeah if you want to reach out to Zach and, and find out about that stuff or if you want to you know give to some other places to to give relief and support uh, to the people of Ukraine and, and everyone's suffering under this craziness. I've definitely been thinking about these guys, you know, since all of this started. It's um, and then, you know, the Stalker 2 team. said, so like, yeah. we've got to stop working on the game and just, like, mm-hmm. try to survive. And there's a lot of other people there. It's, uh,
2: like, not real. It, it just feels so crazy. Like I, don't, I don't understand.
1: Yeah. So. so all our love. Thoughts
2: and love is with you, Woj. 100%. Yeah.
1: From Lunar, yo-yo allies, do you ever experience cravings for games you love but with other games mechanics slash vibes? Beyond just, oh, I wish Castlevania were a JRPG. I mean (laughs) specifics. For example, I fully believe a new Star Tropics would benefit entirely from lifting the engine assets and open world vibes from Breath of the Wild. Sure. So like a specific game that's like, "Ah, they've got to make this. When are they going to do it?
3: Hmm.
2: I need a Resident Evil beat-em-up. Does that count?
1: That's cool. Like yeah. I
2: need it. Some people on, on Twitter, uh, I'm I'm sorry, I don't know the, the name, but uh, someone was doing cool concept art for a Resident Evil beat-em-up, mm. and it just looks gorgeous. 10 out of yeah. 10
3: vibe. I really wanted a um, – I just wanted an Arc System Works Final Fantasy Fighter. Like oh. Quit the Decidia. Just have Arc <laughs> System Works make you just a Final Fantasy Fighter. Yeah. yeah, that's what I would want. Yeah,
1: that's cool. Uh, From
3: yeah. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. <laughs>
2: oh.
0: <laughs> It'd be really good.
1: Any ideas, Isla? I'm trying to think of one. I know I've had these before.
0: I missed the question.
1: Oh, so it's specific like. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Mechanics and vibes from another type of game in a, a franchise.
2: Hmm. Just thinking about the Woj. Yeah,
0: yeah. That's the Start thing. The I was kind of just thinking about Ukraine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Uh,
1: it's hard to know when to throw that in there.
3: I got yeah. one more. Yeah. Then it's good. It's good to bring up one more. Then Zelda in like Super RPG manner, looking like Super RPG, also that oh. visual style, and turn-based. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Get Ganon on your team. Also, like you have <laughs> Bowser. <laughs>
0: Whew. I think that any any uh, like successful game mashed with another type of successful game like put anything as tactics like but you have a competent team like metal select tactics right exactly (laughs) like if you have someone who knows tactics well like the three houses people or triangle strategy people you know put castlevania tactics put whatever tactics yeah
2: uh just two weeks ago this series is always struggling to survive it's always on life support if we cannot get the funding for Shenmue 4, Shenmue <laughs> when he said life if we cannot get a AAA, $100 million budget that that series needs, but it's probably never going to get again, we make it like Sifu. Yeah. Focus on the combat. Combat was severely lacking in 3. Combat's a huge, you know, martial arts is a huge foundation of the entire series. Um, and you do something smaller scale. like you Linear? Can make, Sifu, but but have some somehow still have some open world hub areas. Obviously not as sprawling, but... Would you want it just more like Yakuza then? No, because Yakuza and Shenmue kind of like are similar to me in, yeah, in terms of... Yeah, but Yakuza
3: better combat.
2: Yeah, yeah, but that would still be so high budget. Like, yeah. I'm thinking okay. way scaled back. Okay. Like, Sifu seems smaller. Hmm. Not saying that game's low budget by any means, but it seems like a smaller scale games so you know Again, actually
1: like, you guys bringing that up I think uh have Yakuza do some kind of like uh, Deus Ex Mankind Divided kind of structure Immersive Sim Yakuza? yeah <laughs> whoa. <laughs>
2: whoa like your mission is to infiltrate
3: Millennium Tower somehow but it's like uh, yeah.
2: immersive Sim that shit wow <laughs> <laughs>
3: Yeah. What if it's just, like, cyberpunk, Yakuza, like, <laughs> futuristic? <laughs> Hell
1: yeah. Yeah, I don't know necessarily about, yeah, it's cyberpunk, but yeah, just, like, yeah, having s- stealth abilities <laughs> an immersive and, and, like, lots of different wow. entrance and exit points yeah, to different places. And, yeah.
2: A lot of back alleys. Hubie, what <laughs>
0: about, like... Uh,
1: Conversation dreams. Yeah.
0: What about, like, a game where you run a cafe, right, and it's, like, super cute, but, like, as it's going on, things seem weirder and weirder and you're like what's going on you know and then it you realize part way through you have to like go out for supplies or whatever and it's real foggy and then like things get real weird and it turns out that you have a cafe in silent hill <laughs> <laughs> so the game alternates between actual like cafe sim like running your business tycoon style and yes. then like going out into the town to go get sugar or whatever without dying. (laughs) Seriously,
2: Isla, when is this stuff going to happen? You got to do it. The the consumers nowadays are too smart and too plugged in. So I was thinking of like, random example, Walking Dead announced a spinoff coming or whatever. So we know that in the final season, oh, well, these characters are safe.
1: Oh, sure. Because they're
2: going to be in a spinoff. Yeah. When are we going to start lying? (laughs) <laughs> to the consumers, like yeah, spinoffs coming. They're gonna be in it. Oh, psych! We lied. We killed that person. We gotcha. I, I just feel like we're so tapped Are they in. or like a
1: ghost or something? Yeah. Or <laughs>
2: or like if we're gonna release a game like this in Silent Hill, we're not gonna tell anyone mm. until it
0: happens. Yeah. That that like, would we be, need to get to that point. That would be essential. That like yeah. it's, it's marketed as just yes. like a a cafe sim game, like Frog mm. Fraction style. And yep. then like partway through, you have to go get supplies and you're like, why is everything weird? Yeah, It's like Doki Doki. so or, yeah. Yeah.
3: sick. The only, that's like a financial risk though. Yeah. That's the only
0: thing. Oh yeah, it would crash and burn until <laughs> yeah. word of mouth got it. Yeah. True.
1: The uh, the comics in the story mode always made it seem like F-Zero could have some cool stuff. Yes. If they made like an action adventure game. Just make
3: anything F-Zero, for <laughs> God's
1: sakes at this yeah. point. Uh, from the champ... Hey, allies, quick question. Does anyone actually read all the data files slash notes that are lying around in games? Yes. I'm playing Horizon, it and every notepad I come across, I just ignore. Okay. I listen to audio
3: files, but for the actual reading, nah. It depends on the game and how much there are.
2: Like, <laughs> it's such a pain in the ass, especially when there's a lot, and you're in the middle of something, you're in the middle of a dungeon, you just want to get through that dungeon, but it's like, things are popping up. But without Outriders, and now Horizon Forbidden West, two mm. games that don't have the best, like, they don't they don't excite me big time for the universe, the world, but I find myself, both of those examples, I find myself getting so invested mm. in those documents and they really paint the picture of the world like so much more sometimes than the main narrative. They're giving you so much backstory, so much depth. Uh, And, like, with Forbidden West specifically, learning about Zero Dawn, learning about Pharaoh, learning about, like, all that stuff that is not even, like, you can play through that entire game and learn none of that, and it's, like, integral to what happened in this world. There's got to be a, a better balance, though, right. of, of giving that info. Th-
3: that's like, from...
2: Scaling Back, like, Control has a shitload of that, too, but there's just too many. That's what I'm Forbidden right. West just yeah, has yeah, too yeah. many. There's too
3: many, and they're too long yeah. often yeah. when they don't need to be. But Forbidden West,
2: I've learned so many things going into these places and reading all those that have added so much to my playthrough of thinking about, like, history a thousand years before, and, st- and just, like, it's painting this whole yeah. broader they picture. They need to find
3: a way where your game doesn't grind to a halt for yeah. you know, five minutes. Yeah, yeah. You,
1: you need to have that balance. Yeah, have, yeah. Like, Resident Evil has really yeah, great, great notes. Ones. Really yeah.
3: quick, impactful. Boom, boom,
1: boom. Whereas, you know, you you pick up a book in Skyrim or yeah. something, and yeah. you're like, uh, you need to flip and flip and flip yeah. and flip and flip and flip, flip, flip and flip. They're like, I'm yep. not reading this yep. thing, yep. man. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Like
2: Witcher, it'll give you, like, the history of the Witchers, and man. it's like ten pages or some shit. Like, it's right. cool it's if idea. you want to dig yeah. into that, but... Yeah. The Witcher is actually an interesting
1: example because, like... Some of that stuff, like, actually is kind of useful, you know, even though it is long. Yeah. Um, but it's, it, in a lot of ways, it's there sort of to explain the things that otherwise, you know, like, you would pick up from the reading the books or mm-hmm. something. You know, it's like, yeah. oh, okay, now I understand more about this world. Whereas if you've read the yeah. books, maybe you don't need to know all that. You don't need to know mm-hmm. the history of this thing or that thing.
2: Like that's why I'm there nine out of ten times is to learn about the world and characters. So of course I'm going to read, read read it all.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'd say it 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 depends on the game for me. I think more often than not I do. Yeah. But I I think there's a lot of times where I'll I'll come into a game and it's like this is none of this stuff is interesting. So I'm, just, yeah. I'm done. Yeah. yeah.
2: That's 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 what. I was trying to say, actually, with Horizon and Outriders, is like it's not interesting until it was. You know what I mean? Mm. I kept reading it, kept reading it, and like Outriders specifically, it was like, "Yo, I'm into this!" All of a sudden, Forbidden West, same kind of thing, where like you'll find a couple notes and then they'll all tie together, and it'll be like, "Oh!" So it's like you got to get over that hill. Yeah, sometimes. you get it's right. like a bear. It really is. It's like it's not fun until there's a payoff with it. It's like, dude, you're slowing the game down, grinding it, but. Tricky. Resident Evil, best call. Great call, bud. It's the best.
1: <laughs> From Rahul Masal. Hi, allies. After I saw how much fun my friends were having with Elden Ring, I decided to try out the game at their place for 20 minutes. I then bought it and have been having a great time since. However, I don't think I would have bought the game if I hadn't gotten the chance to try it out first. I was scared of spending $60 and then realizing the difficulty was too much for Fair. me. Do you think more games, and particularly very hard games, should have some type of demo so people can confidently assess uh, if the product like that. is for them.
3: I would love, I think like Steam like does, the you get like a couple hours of playing the game, then you can refund it. I'm That's not sure. a different thing, because you got to pay for it. I'm just saying, yeah. though, sure. even that, along those lines, like you could, if you were curious about it, you could feel more comfortable buying the game and knowing that you could return it in a few hours if it bothers you. Right. I mean, more Steam game demos. is good about that. Yeah. More game demos, in my opinion, is great, just to give a taste of the game. I think it's awesome, mm-hmm. but...
2: I feel sure. like Nintendo's been crushing it with demos and, like, yeah, carrying Kirby, it over progress. Kirby demo just came
1: out. I haven't played. Yeah. Um, but Triangle Strategy, I saw Ben is playing that. Um, super cool. And it's super long. Actually, I think all of that team's games, like the Octopath and all mm-hmm. that they had really They did, yeah. yeah. Long demos. I think Bravely Default
3: too had something yeah. like that also. It's usually, uh, like, the beginning of the game. Yeah, I, lo- I love this idea. 10 out of 10. Yes.
1: Yeah. Yeah, sure. I yeah. think I think the, the, the question, the difficulty that they have sometimes is that... You know, especially with something that's open world. Mm-hmm. It's harder to gauge. It's harder to, to, harder to gauge. gate yeah. that thing out. Yes, yeah. Because it remember uh, one of the Yakuza games a couple years ago? Like, they had a demo, and then people were just accessing the full game. They somehow <laughs> figured out how to <laughs> right. unlock right. it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's what I was thinking about with Elden Ring. It's like, I don't know what a demo would be. Like It would just it'd be, be the network testing. Yeah. Test, Time trial it could be the or, network yeah. Right,
1: but that's how like some of these like triangle strategy and stuff is. It's like, you're not really, it's not really a demo. It's just like... Right. You get a, a certain trial, amount of trial. hours, and yeah. then it's like, okay, you've yeah. got to buy the full game to go further. Yeah,
0: I guess it would have to be time based because Elden Ring. Mm. Yeah, like can, Resident you can Evil you want.
3: did, like, what, those 30? They always do those, like, 30 minute demos or right.
1: whatever. Yeah, Village was yeah. A, like an actual demo. Yeah, like, Damiani it was very making, different than the uh, real Yeah, game.
3: yeah, but RE2 did something, I think. It was just like 30 one minutes. Shots. Yeah, one shot demo. Yeah. Oh, one shot. It's like something, I guess, to give you a, a gauge. Uh, a From software game, it would be harder to gauge accurately, especially if it's open world, but I don't see why not.
2: Mm-hmm. I think it's great I, yeah I think it's a, a beautiful idea you know we've talked about we will continue to talk about difficulty as the year goes on yep. yeah <laughs> and I sure. think this is or a God really when God of War comes out yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think
0: it's it's great also in lieu of demos I just think that everybody needs better refund policies we talked about this on Frame Trap but like yeah. if everybody had what Steam has where it's like you can play for two hours or maybe three or four mm-hmm. you know like depending on the length of the game that it should be more of a sliding good. scale yeah, yeah I think yeah. it should change it should, it should change like so if your game is three hours long, the demo's 20 minutes. If your game is 200 hours long, it's four hours, you know?
1: It's time for bets. So next Thursday is the release date for Chocobo GP. Uh, So what we're gonna do is we're gonna start a split-screen series race, and the two players are intentionally going to come in last. Letting all the AI overtake us.
0: So we know that one of those can't be you, Blood, because you literally can't lose.
1: (laughs) No, if if we we can just stay still, if it'll let us do that, that's what we'll do. If we have to go slow, we'll go slow. Um, Out of the remaining six racers, where will Vivi place in the results? And then obviously no one playing is going to pick Vivi. Brad, what do you think? Third. Third place. Huber.
2: Number one.
1: First place, Isla. Fourth. Fourth. And then I said second place. One, two, three, four. Oh, one, two, three,
2: four. I get the high.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I was
3: confident in VV. Yeah, very.
1: Last week's bet, Gran Turismo 7 launches March 4th, has a used car dealership. Sick. Changes up every day. Maybe it doesn't change as much as I thought it would. I was going through this every day, checking it out, and it's like, this seems like most of the cars. Yeah. (laughs) So I don't know if it's like dependent more on like user activity, the more people, Hmm. more people get in, if it'll change up more quickly. Uh, A lot of times like the car is like, will go to like a limited stock and then a sold out, which was a thing I had to ask everybody before this podcast is like, if it's sold out, does it count? And people said, it does not count if it's sold out. Um... And uh, so, basically, I said when I checked the shop, what was going to be the most expensive car? Damiani bet five hundred and fifty thousand. Brad bet five hundred and
2: fifty thousand. That's hilarious.
1: Ila bet six hundred thousand, and I bet three hundred and ninety-seven thousand six hundred and eighty-two. The most expensive car. That was in there when I checked before the podcast is a 1992 Honda NSX Type R. It's like $148,000. 398200 wow. So I win Holy just shit. barely, You're
0: barely like under You're 800 off. Wow. <laughs> that- Wow, I call it. shenanigans. I wow. have the
3: clip. We can wow. put the clip right yeah. in there. You can look We it at had it. the choice. We made the choice. Well, <laughs> do you know what the sold out one was?
1: The, most the sold out, that's the same car that was last week. Oh, okay. <laughs> it stayed there for the whole, I was looking at it. Like, when are you going to get out so of this stupid said, car? We
0: so we should have said, said, no, the sold out cars yeah. count.
1: But that's why I said you guys had to make the choice yeah, blind. Without knowing, yeah. We chose we poorly.
2: We chose <laughs> wrong. What year?
1: What's yeah. that? What year? 92. 92 for the NSX.
0: 92, dude. Sick. <laughs> it was an inside oh job I, <laughs> I need to
2: play Grand Gran on tonight
1: so oh, that shit. brings the scores to Massive Chubs 3 Splish Melodorous Sea Lions 3 <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you about Patreon.com slash Easy Allies uh, Patreon is how this company functions it's how we operate uh, we are viewer supported so rather than charging you at the door, uh, you can go over to Patreon and pay for what you think everything that we do is worth for you every month, and then it also allows other people to watch for free without having to pay uh, if they cannot afford to. Uh, So we have uh, some some perks all across the board. Uh, The two that really uh, line up for uh, the podcast is we have the patron version of the podcast, uh, which doesn't have any ads, and it has two extra love and respect questions every week. Uh, and then at the $5 tier, uh, you get early access to that podcast. So you get to watch on Friday instead of Sunday. And then you also get to submit to uh, Love and Respect and to the games. And then at the very top of our tiers, we have our shout-out tier. Uh, and uh, those folks help us out. They get shouted out in all of our different podcasts. And this month's shout-outs are Caleb, Toby Crawford, El Thanis, Greg, the Dark Knight Kettering, Nick, Raymond Wheeler III, and that One dude. Shout shout out. Shout out! Shout
2: out! Look at the faith Bloodworth has in us. Every <laughs> single time. Well, he knows. You know. We've been doing it for a while now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I feel like every time, you know, the, the previous host was always like, "Yo, all right, you're you're next," and then and then the
3: oh, yeah, <laughs> Bloodworth right into it. <laughs> Bloder has more confidence in us Thanks bud <laughs>
1: uh, So I won I won the bet So uh, I get to promote
0: Inside job dude <laughs> and, uh, the allies Just city, like, like Huber's parents work. stealing his car dude yeah, <laughs> the, the fix is in <laughs> The fix is in yeah. dude Inside job yeah, dude Sketchy
3: uh,
1: I get the final word on anything I disagreed with Or et etc cetera, et cetera. Um, And then I get to sign off with my Trademark sign off um, Final word just Yeah more, more love to Jones and uh, Troop and Milo. Uh, hope everything is going okay over there and that Milo continues to get better. Uh, for the video, uh, I'll do the Grand Turismo 7 thing I did with Brad. It was cool to talk to Brad about that game. Uh, get him up to speed. Uh, still working on the review itself. Uh, when I get time to play that game, play video games in general. Uh, but uh, yeah, that'll, that'll be out there. But for now, watch that video. And we will see you before the next Blood Moon Rises.
2: I want to feed it. I want to drop things down its gullet.